0: I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Dad, what are you doing?
1: Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man.
0: Hi girl (laughs) Josie.
1: Josie's so drunk but I love (gasps) (laughs) Josie Josie are you
0: Beautiful, I got a question. Yes babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? (laughs) In these streets? (laughs) <laughs> you in <being either> <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in the street. <laughs> on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being in here the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel it is friday <laughs> just got paid friday night party's jumping and i'm feeling nice party shaking hose on tight <laughs> all right shout out to friday man Friday in the building, in the building, in the building. I'm feeling good right now. I got my morning cup of coffee, and we got some great news for you guys today. We got we got a couple of great stories, all right? A couple of great stories here. Uh, One just recently sent to me that I'm going to go investigate. I haven't read all the way, but I see Uh, for some reason, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, it, we're talking about affairs. We're talking about when wives get their insides pushed to their esophagus, all right? On your dime, all right, and on your time. We're gonna talk about that. We're probably not gonna use statistics here, but we all know that affairs are almost one-to-one, all right. Women and men commit affairs almost evenly when it comes to marriage, although a lot of times men get penalized uh because they're the adulterer, all right. And uh sometimes your wife will get your their incise percent or esophagus on your dime and your time in your marital bed, which is a major league violation, all right. One of, when I was married, one of the worst things I could imagine is that uh, I would come home and my wife would be getting uh, plugged by someone else in my bed. All right. And Cisco and Drew Hill had that song, Somebody's sleeping in my bed. Somebody's taking my place. All right. And uh, that was one of the worst things that can happen. I also did a video back in the day about. When wives cheat, it's way worse than when husbands cheat, all right? So the equivalent of a husband cheating on his wife would be is if the the husband was tricking and spending the marital expenses on another woman, all right? Now, that would be probably a major violation, right? So because that's why she's there. And uh, the the wife is married to the husband. Essentially, um, she's going to restrict sex. So him going to get sex is irrelevant. Um, because she's not giving it to him anymore, right? So, but she does want this money. And wives will stay with husbands. This is going to be a lesson for you guys, because you say, my marriage is good. Let me just deal with the, my marriage is good, guys. All right, shout out to the, my marriage is good, guys. Here's your score. Let's tabulate your score so far in your marriage. Oh, look at that. You guys are way ahead. And your wife is doing everything that you want her to do. Wow, this is fantabulous. Boy, I tell you what, your marriage is a guaranteed win, right? There's no way you can lose out. (laughs) Mm. So what typically happens is, I did a video related to this, is um, you guys are up, you guys are ahead. But wives do not leave marriages because there's resources tied to them. So they'll stay in a marriage where they're totally already checked out. They're totally done. I play. I'm gonna play a video proving this later. And since they're already checked out and they're staying with you for the resources, what's more important, the sex or the resources? When it comes to wife, see, when the sex ends for a wife, she still thinks she has a marriage. Okay, most men, when the sex ends in their marriage, they almost, they almost, almost certainly have lost their wife. But a wife will stay with a husband even when the sex is not occurring, and she still thinks she has a marriage. So when I tell you that it's, it's it's not the sex that a wife uh, basically is attached to, it's the resources that proves it, okay? She wants to save face. She wants to keep getting those resources. So she will check out of a marriage and give her peace leave to somebody else that you're paying for, that you basically have uh, vowed for. She'll give it to somebody else and have completely checked out for years, for years, guys, not just one year, not just two years. A wife will check out three, four, five years in advance. And you won't find out until it's too late, all right? You would have to catch her in her marital bed. And she'll say, well, it's been over for five years. I I haven't loved you for the last five years, all right? And you'll be like, you'll be floored. So I'm preparing you guys for this before you find out the hard way. But of course, men have to find out the hard way on this one. Let's do the super chats. For the early morning contributors to this show, we're going to talk about people getting plugged, all right? Wives getting plugged. And simps that date wives also. Okay, wow. The simps who date wives. Man. This is going to be a lesson for everybody all around. Ladies, do me a favor. Relax. Have a seat. Take your shoes off. Take those shoes off, ladies. Oh, yeah. Now it's time, ladies. Cause I know the ladies are watching this. All right, I, I find evidence every now and then. Y'all good ninja watchers, though. L- women are good with ninja watchers. Shout out to the lady ninja watchers in here. I know you're in here. I can smell those feet. So do me a favor. Take those shoes off. Put some cocoa butter or some lotion on those feet. All right. Put some toenail polish, French pedicure, red, bright colors like, you know, what junior college girls will wear. Put some bright color toenail polish on, you know, yellow, red, bright red, fire engine red, all right? Wiggle those toes for us today, all right, and relax. Some of them, I can smell their feet, they smell like corn nuts, all right? I can smell it through here, you know, I'll be like. (laughs) I'll be like, boy, there's some corn nuts, man. Boy, you better wash them feet, All right. Anyway, shout out to Robert Roberto. It's not even Robert. It's Roberto Moreno. He says, this happened to me, but it was with a girl. Whoa. Slow down there, sir. All right. Slow down there, sir. All right. So you found your wife in bed with another girl. All right. Man, man, man. Boy, that is an ego checker right there. Because you do want to bust up in there like uh, kicked in the dough, wave in the foe, foe. All of her was, Robert, don't hit me no more. But then it was a girl. And you're like, hmm, this could work out in my favor. <laughs> uh, never think that. There was a fabulous movie somewhere in the 1990s with an actress named, um, boy, she was an extension of a famous, uh, boy, you know, with me with names, God dang it. Ah, I can't remember the name. I had it on the tip of my tongue. I'll think about it here. Warhammer says, I chose, I choose to be a free agent because of things like this. Yeah. Who in the world wants this to happen? But it's, it's liable to happen. Remember I, I gave you the stat in which uh, a lot of people, significant enough people in men, men and women were polled on this one. And they said, "Uh, would you have an affair if it was guaranteed that you would not get caught? And the number was like 76% people said yes. All right. 76% of people said yes. Now, um, if you ask someone straight up, they're gonna say no. No, I would never do that. But then there's people that do it all the time. All right, people that do it all the time. Hemingway is what I'm thinking of. So Mariel Hemingway, I believe there were a couple of Hemingway actresses. And this actress had a good film that I stumbled upon on like Cinemax, or right, remember Cinemax back in the day? Do they still have movies there? What is the Hemingway actress? Hemingway. So she had a um They had a film that I stumbled upon. I think her name is Mario Hemingway. Um, She had a movie in which they had an open relationship. You know, they had a marriage and they were bored in this marriage. And then uh, what eventually happened was they invited a girl into the open marriage. And so it was all fun and games until the wife got hooked on the girl. And then the girl would come over and the husband would think, oh, we're about to go have fun. And they'd be like, oh, not tonight. Uh, it's just going to be us, too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Skinamax. Yes. Uh, so man, let me see if I can find that movie. Um, what was the name of that movie? I stumbled upon it. And I was like, what is the name? What is going on here? So she was married. Oh, it's called The Sex Monster. The Sex Monster. All right. So here it is. It was um, here. Let me give you the thing here. <laughs> is this played in the background? It says not funny, not funny. Okay, man, what was the name? Yeah, it was called the Sex Monster. So what happened was they invited, they were a regular ham and egg. Let me see here. Let me see if I can share the screen. All right, let's share the screen because they're not running the trailer. Sorry, man, I'm a professional here. This is what it is right here. What was, what year was this? 1999. So there they are, they're a regular couple. And then they invited this girl into their marriage. And then he thought he was winning, but he was losing. He ended up losing. Yeah, because then she her and the girls you see on the picture here her and the girl started having this affair and so uh he would come home and he would come home into oh they 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 boning each other and so she got hooked on the girl that if you ever catch this type of movie right there that that's basically it's not a great movie don't expect the acting to be good it's mario hemingway for god's sakes all right but um yeah, that's basically what you're describing, Roberto. You basically got caught up with a girl in your bed. Um, is she dead? All right. Shout out to Ricky Webster, CGA, and the coach game 2024. And French toast props do. Thank you for being here again. Mad Will says, good morning, coach, and the game. I've had my ham and... I've had my egg. Shout out to the ham and eggers in the building. All right. He's ready to roll. ACDC afternoon coach. The 10 that's not mad. Looks like she can the salami co- clean off my your body. Hold on for a second. I'm not making that mistake. Looks like she can something the salami off your body or cut the salami, I am suppose. It says because she's got to compensate. Rest in peace, to team on. There's a word missing there. Simon Small said, shout out to the nasty boys in here. Shout out to the nasty boys. You know who you are. You know who you are. Y'all be at the y'all be at the um y'all be at the senior citizen home. Y'all be at the Gordita complex. Y'all be at Taco Tuesday trying to get y'all's uh bust on. Shout out to you. ACDC, married men are essentially incels too. Married men are incels too. Got married men, they will have those polls that meant married men have more sex than single men. Um I'm going to tell you, they must be polling married men in the first two years, because after the first two years, married people do not have sex. All right.
1: I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing.
0: All right. They all they also have that joke. Uh, uh Put a quarter in a jar in your first two married first two years of marriage every time you have sex. And then after the. F- First two years of marriage, take a quarter out every day you don't have sex. You'll be broke in less than a year. You'll be broke ski. All right, that's a joke, a long time joke. And if you like sex, don't get married. All right, if you like sex, do not get married. Sexes marriages are very very common, especially after ten years. Ten years, you'd be lucky to get it ten times a year. And I've given we've done so many shows on this one. Phineas Henshaw collection plate. Morning, Coach. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother, for being here again and again. Red, I'm sorry, RPM is in the building, the legendary broadcaster. RPM is in the building. What does he say? During my 20 years in the Navy, trust me when I say this, military wives are the most notorious cheaters. We have a term for them called Westpac. Widows never, I'm sorry, Westpac widows. He says, never get married while in the, in the military and the military. So he says, call them Westpac widows. What does Westpac mean? I'm sure that means something. He says, never get married while in the military. So we did a great show. And we had a lot of military people call in um, and they schooled us on what happened with military um, affairs. They're very, very common. Divorce rate is super duper high in the military. And, um, you know, they have the term also Jody got your girl. Jody got your girl. Uh, It's Western Westpac, Western Pacific. Okay, so yeah, Jody got your girl. Military is very common affairs, all right? The divorce rate's high, affair rate is high, mostly because younger people are getting married and then somebody's on a tour of duty. Somebody's deployed and away from home. All right, I'm gonna read an article about it because there's a military wife that is basically saying military wives should be held to the same standard as military servicemen related to affairs because, you know, an affair is grounds for, I'm sure, um, a a discharge, dishonorable discharge or significant penalties and punishments. And so a military wife said there should be new adultery rules. I'm going to read the article related to what they should lose should they be caught having an affair. All right. Interesting right here. Modern Pantry says just paying my tuition. Shout out to the coach gang. All right, we're gonna get through these shout out to you guys, man. Caitlin Ferguson Myron says that one woman can't satisfy a man sexually. I would argue that that that's that's the one reason why uh they can't is simply because their wives uh who deny their husband sex as years go on aren't relationships about trust. Uh, one woman can't satisfy a one man. <clears throat> Listen, I don't think that's I think what he's saying is true. One woman cannot satisfy a man sexually. They can't. And believe it or not, most men can't satisfy women sexually. So if let's be fair. Okay. If you ever, if you actually want to be fair, most men can't satisfy women sexually. All right. Most women don't even bust. All right. Anytime you in there. All right. Unless you can just, dr- unless you're a Tyrone. All right, unless you, are Tyrone. Y'all can't get it. You guys got to know how women the, women's anatomy work. It doesn't work like ours. You know, we get in there and we five stroke special, we bust and we're kind of done with it. You know what I mean? We're like, I don't want to climb back in that hole. You know what I mean? You kind of wrecked it. You're like, oh. <laughs> well, the reality is she's just getting started, gentlemen. <laughs> she's just getting started. This is why a lot of times if you don't go long extended periods of time and you don't be just drilling her out and you bust roar and you be like, she literally is just getting, she's bothering you. She's on you. She's touching you. She's trying to like, can can we do it again? Somebody says too long. Is it get too long? Isn't good. But there's, there's no happy medium for women. Like if you just give them five minutes, there's like, they're like, Wow. If you give them 35 minutes, they're like, this is too much. You got to find that happy medium. And the happy medium is is basically rounds. You got to compete. To be able to satisfy a woman, you got to go rounds. All right. It don't matter really how long the rounds are. You could go five minutes the first round, 10 minutes the second round, third round, because they constantly, they, they haven't got off yet. They have not got off yet. All right. So if you're giving them one round, they're literally like, (laughs) they're like, this is whack. This is whack. But if you're one of those guys that's married and you done spanked it off so many times that you get with your wife and you can't think of another woman to get you aroused, so you got to bang at your wife for 35 minutes, that ain't going to work either. (laughs) This is why they got to, they got to, you got to finish them off, all right? I'm just letting you know. So we're talking about one man, one woman can't satisfy one man and vice versa. It's also true. Most men don't satisfy their women. Somebody said rounds? Yes, rounds. Y'all literally go one round, five strokes, be done. Mm. Your girl going to tip out on you. I'm just letting you know. If that's you, your girl going to tip out. Okay. Some girls will get, they get the going on the first round and that now the juices are flowing. That's why they got to go in their drawer right there. You know, every girl has that drawer. You guys know that drawer. You guys are scared to go. Every girl has that drawer. You go in that drawer, you see all kind of glassware. Like, what in the, what in the, that looks like an ice pick. What the hell are you going to do with? You're going to put glass inside? Oh, my God. Batteries, stuff vibrating in there, stuff twitching like this, flipping around, and they'll be like, what the hell? They got a whole manufacturing uh, equipment drawer in the side over there. Okay, so you guys got to understand what's going on, all right? Like, you stick that in your body? Oh, my God. (laughs) Power tools, they be like this. (laughs) You're like, what the hell? What are you going to do with that? And then you come over there with your little millimeter Peter, all right, thinking you about to do something, all right, swiveling your hips around. Let me roll around in this. With your millimeter, Peter, and then she come out with this old. big you like Lord Hammer. She like, all right, hold on, let me finish myself off. Holy shit! Mm. You all know what they do, it, bro. You like that's what I'm following up on. Oh, no wonder I can't satisfy you. So people have to understand, dudes thinking they be putting down some uh sex on women. Let's just get it straight. Y'all don't be putting down a damn thing. All right. Uh, Moose Hefner says, who is T-mon? Well, Timon was going to marry the homeless girl, but he got shot on his birthday. Rest in peace, the T-Mon. All right. Uh, EO says, he says, good morning, coach. Most valuable dude on YouTube. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank you. Pr- appreciate you, man. No drift. He turns 25 today and he's in great shape. Everyone forgot um your birthday oh man even close friends whose b-day i attended last week wow free agent is the way to go working and planning the future peace all right so that's how the world works all right man if it's not on the forefront of their mind it's it's out all right man well happy birthday to you brothers freedom podcast salute my brother be safe don't simp or gump protect your meat link up this afternoon appreciate you brother thanks for being here let me do more uh one more Raul said the jokes are funny but cheating on women's end is almost true sadness for men not asking for pity or looking for pity for men by the way but yeah cheating when you get cheated on that's a that's a sure sign that your relationship is over and I know people want it both ways but let me just tell you a cheating wife is done in their marriage a cheating husband is not done in their marriage. He's he. <laughs> a cheating husband is just getting his rocks off over there. He'll come. <laughs> let's just say this. A cheating husband will come home to his wife. Hey, baby, how are you? Thank you. I appreciate you so much. You know what? This weekend, I'm going to clean the whole house for you. He come on happy as hell. This weekend, we're going to go out and I'm dinner on me. Nastros. <laughs> All right, he come, he wake up early Saturday morning, gassing up his wife car. I gassed up the car, changed the oil and got a car wash for you. <laughs> and she's sitting there like. How the hell you acting so funny? <laughs> that's a, that's a sure sign that your husband cheated. He come on. Oh, baby. He in the morning, Saturday morning vacuuming. He done cleaning clean out the gutters. He mowing the lawn changing the oil he he changing the oil by himself he got the car up on cinder blocks baby i'm changing the oil right now he done gassed up the car (laughs) why because he didn't bust it enough he been out in the junior college he like he got some pep in his step and some slide in his glide he like (laughs) just to let y'all know man that's what happens brother you be like oh baby i love you so much Man, you're the best mother in the world. Oh, my gosh, I love you so much. <laughs> he, make, he said, making waffles and bacon. He like, woo, pancakes. He flipping them bugs behind his back. Kids, what y'all want? He dicing up strawberries. <laughs> Kids sitting there, they got orange juice, strawberries, breakfast, pancakes. She wake up in the morning. What the hell's going on out here? <laughs> Cheating dudes be doing the extra. All right. That's how you know them dudes, you know, and them big old blue pill, them white dudes, you know, squared off, you know, pull those shirt and khakis. That's how you know they cheating on their wife. They be up six in the morning, walking the dog. All right. Come back, mowing the lawn all up, lighting the lawn up. You know he done when they got a he got a girl, a tattooed up girl, crazy ass girl who be he be snorting lines off her butt. All right. <laughs> he got he had her in the hotel last night. <laughs> <laughs> who know who tell hey listen i'm telling the truth up in this bug he doing push-ups in the morning He like whoo a dude that's just dragging his way he ain't cheating on his wife he ain't got the guts he don't really know he dead on the inside happy wife happy life huh hi honey he hasn't realized it this is this is what the world. This is how the world works. He's not done with his marriage. He' happy. He doesn't got his balls freed. He's smelling good. His wife knows she can smell. She can smell the cheating on him. She look in the morning. Look at him acting funny. She's smelling the pheromones. Like you got some peace leave from somewhere else, didn't you? <laughs> All right, let's get into the story, brothers. Oh man, I know. Hey, shout out to the brothers who's winning the coaches challenge over there. Shout out to hey, we got a couple brothers in first place. How many people tie for first? One, two, three, four, five, six brothers right there. 13, 13 points. Brian, Maurice, Liam, Jamal, Jamstack, and Sean in the building. All right, shout out to y'all. Y'all winning it on the first day. First day don't mean a damn thing, brother. So get get it going. Second day is gonna be where you lose your ass. All right. I'm in I'm in the middle of the pack. All right. So I'm coming back. All right. So anyway, middle of the pack. Let's get into the sailor's wife. All right. U.S. Sailor deleted his wife's lover after catching them having an affair. Coach doc. I mean, court documents reveal. There's the brother right there, Mr. Jenkins, Tyrell, Tyler. Uh, guys, don't delete the guy that's smashing your wife. Let's see what happens here, here. A U.S. Navy sailor allegedly deleted his wife's lover after catching the pair having intercourse in their Virginia home court document show. Tyler Lamar Jenkins, age 26, a young brother too, was charged with second degree deletion in Friday's fatal shooting of Timothy Paul Tally, the third, age 28, at the married couple's home in Virginia Beach, the police say in a statement. Tally of California was struck multiple times, probably in the back during the domestic related shooting, and was pronounced dead at the scene. So there you go, right there. This is why I don't mess with Wise. All right. I don't mess with Wise. I'm not trying to get shot in the back as I got my butt tooted all up in the air, just diving deep, plugging another woman. All right. I ain't trying to get shot in the back. This is ridiculous. Jenkins was taken into custody at his residence uh, without incident, cops said. and here's what happened here's what happened. Jenkins' wife told cops he entered the room where she was engaged in a intercourse act with tally prompting her husband to open fire at her boyfriend court documents obtained by the Virginia pilot show. now, I don't why would you cheat on a with a woman that has a military? Firearm carrying husband like that's like that's like having an affair with a cop's wife, a military wife, like a guy who's trained a MMA fighter wife. Like, I mean, why? And then Jenkins, the guy right here, this is Jenkins. Jenkins opens the door and says, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? That's what it is. See, a lot of men don't. They're they're completely misled about what marriage is. OK, affairs are really super duper common and it wasn't what you were doing wrong. And particularly, this is just what happens when men aren't aware of what human nature is. Um, if you're away, if you're away, I mean, it doesn't matter what people do in their marriages. Somebody's going to cheat. So it's not necessarily you're doing wrong. Um, it's the type of person you're with. It's just uh, it just it was this. She could be dealing with something else. Another dude could have put some game on her, but but it, there's a whole bunch of things, not necessarily what you're doing wrong. This is just the collateral damage or the what you should accept in a marriage. This happens. And I hate when people say, Well, this just happens to some and not all, and just a few. And he got the wrong. No, 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 no. Dude, this is what happens when you pair up with another person. Another person's gonna cheat on you. Highly likely. It's highly likely, brothers. It's not an occasional rare occurrence. This happens more than we know. It it happens more than we can actually report. All right, Jenkins asked at the scene after he told cops someone was having intercourse with his wife, plugging her, pushing her insides to her esophagus in their house, in their marital bed. Somebody sleeping in my bed. Jenkins then admitted to shooting Tally three times. The firearm he used to delete his wife lover was recovered at the home. Police said investigators did not disclose the relationship between the men in Saturday's statement. So it could have been possible that he knew her. We got, we always talk about that. Um, sometimes the man that uh, she says you don't have to worry about. That's the one you should worry about. Many times it's a co-worker. Women chin, tend to cheat with men that are close and automatically linked to them in the workplace. Workplace affairs is the most common place that an affair takes place. Then you can say something like nightclub, gyms, bars, restaurants. Sorry, these are places where people have affairs. It's rarely that it's rarely that the person came out of nowhere and ran game on her. Another thing here, another thing here, it is highly likely that if he they didn't know each other, she introduced this man to jenkins in some capacity so this is another trick women will try to play on you you don't have to worry about him this is my play cousin this is my work husband this is my play brother this is my homie that i went to school with this is my co-worker no work this is the guy at the gym this is my personal trainer this is my massage therapist this is the guy that does plumbing he's my handyman when you're at work and she introduced you in some capacity that is a very big tactic right so you guys go to a holiday party oh here he is right here oh we didn't know you would be here this is dexter here's dexter and she introduces you uh honey remember i've been telling you all about dexter she can't stop running her mouth about dexter okay dexter uh, honey this is dexter this tall strapping young man all right with the, the long salami i mean They're coworkers. They travel together. They're business partners. They've done deals together. De- this is what happens. And so Jenkins, who was arraigned on Monday, has been employed by the US Navy since 2014. And the Virginia pilot reported a message sending a, wait, a message seeking additional comment from a Navy spokesman that was not immediately returned on Tuesday. Jenkins remains held without bond, online record show. He was reportedly denied a public defender due to his income. Damn. Wait a minute. How much was this brother making at age 26 a Navy sailor? He can't get a public defender. Mm. Damn. And it's set to appear in court on May and 12th. Attempts to reach uh, tally, uh Tally's relatives Tuesday was unsuccessful. Wow. There was another thing in this uh, uh, I guess uh okay, no, no, no. Same article right there. All right, so let that brings me to this point military affairs all right so here's an article that i came across about a military wife who says since military affairs are common especially when men are deployed obviously we will address that the men who do deploy be out there uh plugging other women allegedly uh especially women over there uh in the third world countries that they're bombing or (laughs) spoils of war spoils of war you know it is what it is. It doesn't mean they don't love their wife. They're just having fun with the new spoils. All right, but when the guy is gone and deployed and she's writing letters and they're doing their satellite FaceTime and all of these things, when she's not when he's not there and they're not facetiming and writing letters and emails to each other, she's getting knocked up by somebody else. If marriage in the military and this is written by let me get let me do this again. New adult a new adultery rules for military spouses. It says right here, written by uh, military.com by Lisa McLemore. So this is a woman writing this. In the military, oh, sorry, in marriage, in the military, if if let me start over. If marriage in the military is equal, then divorce should be equal too. We have military rules about military adultery for service members. Why not have military spouse adultery rules too? I think it is a problem. I spent my whole life in the Navy. I grew up in the Navy house where I saw my friend's mothers cheating on their husbands. The boats would go out and the boyfriends would come in. I remember catching my friend's mother eating lunch with another man and holding hands. So this is a young woman who'd been around military bases. I'm not sure if she, yeah, she, and then she saw this happen with her own eyes. As an adult who was married to a service member, I came across spouses who are cheating on their service member and um, then try to evade punishment or simply not worry about it. So what they'll do is, as KT King notified us, they'll immediately go into the abuse sector of wherever who handles the abuse claims and they'll claim that they were being abused. Right. And then you'll get punished for that. That's the way they skirt out of getting caught cheating while their service members are held to a higher standard than they are, their spouses know they aren't in real danger. I'm also in a couple of online groups for Navy spouses, and some of what I see is astounding. I read posts from women who are pregnant with a child by a longtime lover or a one-night stand who get online asking for legal advice to make sure their service member husband still pay for the children. <laughs> Guys, this is a wife. This is a woman writing this. It's not a, not a man. At the very least, their spouse wants to make sure they come out well in the divorce, no matter what they have done. My husband and I were talking about one such case, and he said that it isn't fair that service members can be thrown out for infidelity when the spouse who cheats has no penalty at all. He might have a point. While many of us live in a no-fault divorce state, in which you don't have to prove that there's any wrongdoing in the, in order to get a divorce. I do wonder whether we need some kind of new rules for adultery for military spouses. The current rules for infidelity in the service should sta- should stand. Adultery is against the U uh, the UCMJ Article 134. I love military speak, by the way, and for good reason. I'm just wondering what would happen if there were similar rules and regulations for spouses too. Why not have a rule that says that if the spouse cheats, the service member will automatically pay no alimony, get dibs on custody of the children and be completely free of responsibility for any children out of wedlock as soon as a paternity test is given and a paternity test should be given. Here's an idea. If you want to marry a service member, you have to sign a contract between you and the military agreeing that if adultery is proven. You will be coping with the terms above if you do not sign, then you do not get health benefits, the military commissary, the exchange, or any life insurance benefit in the event of a tragedy. If you do not agree to the no adultery clause, you cannot, in the military eyes, be a spouse. No deers, no TRICARE, no SGLI. Okay, so this is a woman saying that, and then she wraps it up saying adultery and the risk. I'm sorry, adultery and the resulting divorce takes a toll on our military by taking a toll on the wonderful men and women who serve. Expectations of good conduct and fourth righteousness should cut both ways. And it doesn't. It says, um, maybe uh maybe such a contract would deter some people from marrying or keep some people honest. At the very least, it would be fair to men and women in uniform. Let's deter adultery and make it's clear that a few bad apples don't represent military spouses as a group, all right? And so Lisa McLemore is a poet with five cute rabbits, one cute baby, and one cute military husband. <laughs> so what happens is, guys, military men are targeted, and we did a great show on this. Not sure if it's still up, but military men are targeted by predatory young women, mostly women that live in you know, low-income, they, they're they basically going nowhere because these military bases are not, you know, most of them aren't in suburbs. So most of them are in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Shout out to everybody in Fort Bragg, all right? Um, is it Bragg or Braggs? Fort Braggs, North Carolina. Most of these military bases are kind of away, and some of these local towns have women who understand, who understand the benefits of having a military husband meaning they're going to get health benefits. They're going to get rate health benefits. They're going to get benefits by living on the base, or then they're moving off. It's one, it's it's, it's singular. Fort Bragg, there is no Fort Braggs. It's Fort Bragg. All right, so a lot of these people, the bases, he said they're all bases are outside the projects. So these women intentionally go after men who, um, who are young and, and, and need some peace leave, right? Because when you're there by yourself, you're in basic training. You're just trying to survive. You're a little private Benjamin. And you're trying to get out there and get some peace leave. It gets tough. Well, you can get some at-home peace leave. And you can start knocking up young women. All right? A lot of guys fall for that. And they get married because then they get extra benefits themselves. So they hunt down. Uh, their apex predatoring military men. And then when these men marry them, they oftentimes get susceptible to uh, to this type of thing. All right. So let me go do some super chats and cash apps. All right. And then we got another great story about uh, another guy who caught his woman having an affair, and she was dating down. Dating down. Shout out to cash app Ramel Fatal. Hold on. Let me get myself the buzzer. All right. (laughs) Might be his government name, but. That's neither here or there. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to tell you what his stage name is. Let's just keep it like that. XX's today are disgusting, he said. Shout out to you. Um. Well, here's what happens. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I think... <laughs> I know, sometimes, you know, I'm trying to read ahead. Um... what what happens is you guys find out about what women do. You guys find out what women do and you guys hold women in high esteem or you believe that they're, they have a higher moral compass or you believe that their true nature is to be virgins. Now I have chosen the walk in the path of understanding. I understand that a lot of times many women that are a higher that that do try to operate with a higher moral compass or do act virgin or, or pure, most of the time they don't do it because they want to be virginous and pure. Let's just get this out in the open right now. Many of them that are doing this, they're not doing it because they believe they should be virginous and pure. You know why they're doing it? Mm. You know why they're doing it? I'm going to drop it to you. I'm going to drop it on your head. They're doing it because of social pressure. They're doing it for religious benefits or religious regions. They think they're going to go to hell. They are scared to death that they're going to end up in hell somewhere. All right. Or uh, that that their family is going to commit. You know, what do they call it when the family deletes the young girl who embarrasses the family? And what do they call that? They believe that they're going to be judged by because of being Jezebels, right? So so many times we think that they naturally don't want to be cheating. The reason why they don't want to be cheating is they don't want to get caught. They don't want the stain of being a the scarlet letter, all right? They don't want to go to hell. That, that's what it is, honor, honor deletion, honor deletions. So this is why they, they don't want to be ostracized from their family, their society, their social creatures. That means a lot. So, again, I understand that a woman that says he will never, she would never cheat on his wife is not, uh, wait, a woman that says she will never cheat on her husband is not saying so because her moral compass is high. She's saying so because she knows what she's going to lose should she make a decision like that. She will lose out on all of her social benefits. She will lose out on money. She will lose out on shelter. The women who do do it are basically willing to roll the dice. They're going, I'm going to roll the dice on this one, or I'll play the victim. My husband pushed me to his arms. My husband wasn't handling it in bed. All right. My husband lost his job and I had to do what I, or I leveled up. Or this guy uh, coerced me, or I was being domestically violated. That's normally what follows her getting cheated on. Crying tears. She starts crying. Okay. So, this is why, and listen, so we're, we're looking at it as they're nasty and they're they're bad people. No, we have to earn, learn what under we have to understand why they don't do certain things. And it's not because, oh, I'm a good person. See, I'm a good person. Good people don't do this. No, some people are cowards and they refuse to do things that and, and take a risk. And many of them are cowards. That's why they don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. Again, I gave you the poll. They pulled like forty six hundred people and married men, married men and women, and they said, "If you knew you weren't getting caught, would you do it?" A good seventy six percent of them said, "Yeah, I'd go ahead, I'd go ahead and do it." So be mad at that if you may. Be mad at that if you will. The reason why men don't cheat, all right, is that is similar. But the reason why men don't cheat. Is number one, it's including those things, but also they don't have the option to cheat. It's too difficult. So they know well, I ain't jumping through all those hoops and hurdles to cheat. I don't I don't have any other women throwing me no peace leave. So I know what I would have to do to get another woman, and I don't want to do all that. It's not because he's a good man. <laughs> You're such a good man. It's not because he's a good man, it's because he don't want to, he doesn't have the options. Um, he doesn't want to lose his house. He's not doing it for no moral compass. People out here in this world are not moral. People are amoral like a mofo. And the people that are preaching that they're righteous and moral, please. Mm. Please. All right? I don't want to hear none of this stuff. Man, human people have been stabbing each other in the back since forever. Anyway, shout out to, oh, we got some brothers that sent some cash apps for the, I mean, PayPal for the, um. Tournament, pay up! Shout out to XL Pro Services. He says the ship can sink. <laughs> any ship can sink. Any ship can sink. Any woman can cheat. Any wife and any man can cheat. You guys should expect it. It's part of the game. Hey guys, affairs are a part of the game. It's a sad part of the game, but it's a part of the game. You're gonna have to deal with it on one level or another. Either you cheat, or your she cheats, or your brother cheats on his wife, or. His wife cheats on your brother. It's it's part of the game. <laughs> Somebody says, "Tell us how to get some peace, leave coach." It's simple. It can be done. Very simple. I got Simply. money. Um, oh, super chats. Mehmet the second. He did nothing wrong. If you want to ask someone else, go ahead. But not on my money. Not on my dime. It's not a crime until they don't. If they don't get caught, suppress so twenty two to the dome. All right. Yeah, man. Look, if you in my bed, you're violating. I think there's there's levels to cheating, too. Maybe we'll do a video on that. If you are in my marital bed. I mean, you disrespected me now. (laughs) Okay. Do not. There's levels to this. I wouldn't delete a person. I know I probably would feel like I would want to delete a person, but if you're in my bed Now you, now you disrespecting me. A Jedi says, coach, you had me laughing out loud in the gym, with the whole man, that piece lead be all tucked in and swollen. He says, when you can drop a quarter on it and bounce it out. He says, man, that was funny. That old tight. You know, I went on over to the, uh, to the older side, you know, last night. I I didn't was at the junior college. This person that was in my past came up. She definitely was on the older side. So I was like, I get out of spin, man. That junk was all unfolded. Stuff was hanging out. <laughs> I was like, I got a glimpse of it from it, you know, cause you got to get it from the right angle to see all that stuff just laid out curtains, all laid out and open, man. That stuff was laid out. I was like, man, am I at the deli? What the hell? <laughs> I was like, what in the world? You know, you catch it at the right. Is that? <laughs> Baby, you left the curtains open. Everybody can see what's going on in there, bro. I was like, man, let me go on back to the junior college. That you know, <laughs> He said he was down bad. You know, it was a layup. It was a layup. I had somebody in the jury. It was like one of those things. It was like, all right, let me handle that. I had seen the person, you know, back in the day. And I was like, let me just go on and handle that. She was like, what you doing? You know, begging me. I actually flaked on her twice. And then I was like, let me just go on and get this layup. It was laid out, bruh. I was like, I thought I was at Subway. Like Nicholas said, Nicholas Scales said, I thought I was at Subway. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, can I get a turkey sandwich? And uh, can you throw some roast beef on it? The- I started ordering. I was like, can you put them little pepperoncinis, extra pickles? Yeah, put, throw a couple. of uh, Oh, I'm at the wrong place. What the hell? <laughs> started ordering Subway sandwiches in this mug. <laughs> oh, man, this is cold-blooded out here, man. All right. The Lone Brown Wolf. Shout out to the old good guys that married 304s, man. Hey, guys, I will tell you, that's another one. Yeah, don't marry girls that are sketchy. Like, if they got a sketchy past, you're going to get disappointed. You're going to disappoint her in the bedroom, and she's going to bounce on you. Rusted Junk, coach, I have that drawer. That's probably why I have a hard time getting rid of them. (laughs) So you're the one that you got the toys for them to enjoy. You're one of those brothers. I I know I'm not exactly one type of those type of brothers. But, you know, I'm telling you, most women have toys. So if you do have a pleasure, I have toys for myself, like meaning she going to be on the she going to be on the spinning wheel. She's going to get handcuffed. Right. But, um, you know, girls that 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 uh, that 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 you have a drawer full of toys for they'll they'll come through. <laughs> Raul says, uh, imagine catching a hot one and taking that dirt nap over some peace leave. These brothers need the RP. Yeah, do not go to jail over no peace. Leave all right. Dg Seymour, PCGA. The Scottsdale Junior College is undefeated. Keep dropping them, gems. Shout out to the Scottsdale Junior College. Hey, do you know what Arizona is surrounded by junior colleges? So you got Texas, California, and Arizona, Colorado. Um, let me see. Uh, they have so many. Jun- Florida. They have so many junior colleges within a in a small square mile radius. It's ridiculous. You can't run out of junior colleges in Arizona. All right. That's not, that's including Arizona state. That's including Arizona state outside of that. There's too many Glendale and Scottsdale. And um, I'm trying to think of the uh, one Chandler everywhere brothers. Then you go down to Tucson, Texas got junior colleges everywhere. Midland, Tyler. Odessa. You go to Florida, they got Gulf Coast, they, they got junior colleges everywhere, bro. Colleges everywhere. These other states, you got to go like 18 mile, 1800 miles or 180 miles between the college. Like in like in Kansas, you got to go like from Manhattan all the way over to somewhere or wherever the hell that's Lawrence. that shit got to be a long ass drive. You down the middle of the road, the wind blowing tornadoes crossing the highway. Oh, that's just a tornado. Don't worry. We're almost to Lawrence. (laughs) But Kansas do got a couple of junior colleges, too. They got another one that used to have. I used to go to Kansas and recruit for basketball and we used to go to literally junior colleges. They used to have the junior college national championship for basketball in Kansas. What, what was that place called? Um, what was that place called in Kansas? Salina. Salina, Kansas. We used to go there. Yeah, man, shout out to Salina, Kansas. I used to go there to recruit. I think it was called Salina, Kansas. All right, so uh, Stank Master Flex says, but coach, she was thick. But coach, she thick. All right, T-Bone Steak says, send in love and support, coach. Keep up the grind. We're supporting this movement because of working uh, for the government. I can't speak freely about this. Keep saving men and guiding us. Shout out to you. Hashtag dirty grandpa. All right. Freak the geek coach. Quick story. My cousin was married for eight years. His wife was always overweight. She suddenly lost a lot of weight and now she's clubbing on social media and acting funny towards him. I told him his marriage is over and you're absolutely right. Um, a marriage is, the marriage is done. Uh, one of the worst things that can happen to you is, um, your spouse gets into shape. Okay. If you're, if your um, if your spouse gets into shape, it's done, it's done. Matter of fact, they haven't, and some people are going, this is not true. Let me just drum up some evidence for you. Let me just drum up some evidence. And particularly when people get the 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 uh, lap band surgery. When people get the lap band surgery and lose weight, they have almost an eighty percent divorce rate. So that is just one kind of example of what we're talking about. Okay, let me give you the um, let me give you the the uh, source. It's almost a guarantee that whoever gets the lap band. It, the divorce rate is astronomical. So that's an example of somebody that uh let me see here. Let's pull up the source, source magazine. So if you see me in the source mag and don't see me, it's because the freaking East Coast is the enemy. <laughs> right. That was DJ Quick back in the day. Give me some numbers here. They don't give me numbers on that article, but it's astronomical. It's almost a guaranteed, it's like a layup right here. Here it is right here. Um, my bariatric life. All right, my bariatric life. And so when you talk about just fitness by itself, it's not pulling up. Oh, there we go, right here. So if a person starts going to go on fitness uh, kicks and they go on health kick, it's a wrap. Okay, here's the here's the here's right here. According to Bariatric TV, 80 to 85% of patients who were obese prior to or at the time of their marriage. So they were fat when they married. You see ever see two fat big old moose's connect and they get married, they hug each other and they be like they bellies hit each other before they can get wrap around their arms around the woman. <laughs> and they are like oh they in love, they can't even kiss each other. They next be like cuz they belly be slapping in the way. They be like they can't even get a good kiss if they right here, it's describing it. So don't get mad at me. All right. Let me put up the disclaimer. All right. Let me put up the disclaimer because I know everybody's like, don't get mad at me. Let's make it larger. That's what your wife said. According to Bariatric TV, 80 to 85 percent of patients who were obese prior to or at the time of their marriage will within two years divorce after weight loss surgery. If that seems high, consider that somewhere around half marriages in the U.S. So if someone goes on a health kick, if someone goes lose weight and one person remains obese or remains lazy or whatever it is, it's over. 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 80 to 85 percent. I mean, that's damn near a guarantee. That's a guarantee. I mean, you guys, with, when it comes to marriage and divorce, some of these statistics if you took the statistics and applied it to anything else, positive or negative, you would either do it or not do it. If you had a 50%, 60%, 70% chance of winning thousands of dollars in Las Vegas, every time you went, your ass would be flying there. You would be like, you'd be like, I'm going to Vegas every weekend, 70% chance, 60% chance, 50% chance. But then when it comes to marriage, well, that, well, 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 All right, start coping and, and all of this stuff. All right, same thing with um, bariatric surgery. 80% chance in Vegas, 85% chance you win every time you hit the blackjack table. You're, go- you're doing it. 50% chance you walk outside a bowling ball drops on your head. You'd be walking outside like. You wouldn't even walk outside most days. That nah, it's not important. <laughs> so, but when it comes to marriage, well, 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 well. <laughs> yeah, Okay. All right, man. People are funny. Shout out to Ladies Love Cool. C men like Timothy Talley will brag about sleeping with Mary exes for free, but don't realize it can cost them their lives. Beautifully said beautifully said. So a guy's be like, "I'm banging this wife. I'm banging her and she be she's tricking on me, she's paying bills, she's driving to me, she's paying me this and that. I'm getting it for free. She buying me socks and Jordans and all this stuff." And guess what? You lost your life. What did it cost you, gentlemen? There's no such thing as free sex. There's no such thing as free sex. That guy thought he was getting free sex. Thank you, ladies, love, cool C for that point. He thought he was getting it for free, and it cost him his life. That's how, I mean, we talk about men being, women being delusional, but men got to be the, some of the delu- most delusional people in the world. Oh, I'm getting it for free. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. and now you lost your life over some free peace leave. Lamar Green, the price of adultery is death. Great show coach, and he used to be that way, and it is that way for most people too. Um, I'm pretty sure in some cultures, that just comes with the territory. Mr. Nonchalant, that interaction is just a release for us. Doesn't matter if she's a notch up or down, it's just a release. But when a wife does it, uh, he says, uh, Gigi. I'm not sure what Gg is, but yeah. But yeah, for sure. When a wife does it, she's not getting a release. She's trying to find her replacement. All right. She will come back. A wa- okay. So the difference between a husband and wife cheating, a husband cheats, he comes back and kisses his wife, a wife cheats. He, she comes back and is angry with her husband. She's not going to come back. Oh, hi, honey. Oh, I made a roast beef and potatoes for you. She's going to come out and start slacking on her pimping. Oh, good game. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, a wife wife cheats. She's going to come back slacking on her pimping. All right, she's going to come back not doing this, not making the bed up, not doing a damn thing. She's going to come back with attitude. A husband cheats. He's like, oh, my goodness. Raul says a good example of how serious this is for military guys is the movie Jarhead. These guys have nothing else to think about on Firewatch. Oh, that's got to be worse. You're on Firewatch and you're just thinking about your wife getting plugged. Way across the pond? Yeah, man, I gotta be horrible. Chief Rock of the CGA, this is nothing new. One thing is the shipmates X out uh, uh, another brother. Hmm. Aboard ship is is a common term that sailors that are married hook up with single sailors on deployment. We call them boat boos. So single... Wait a minute. Married sailors hook up with single sailors. Okay. 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. So if if it's a female, I'm assuming we're talking about a female single sailor. Mm. Man, the military got to be 92% male, if not 96% male. I once once messed with a military girl. I messed with a couple of military girls and I just couldn't look at them seriously. And think that they weren't getting ran through. Okay. Because if you're a woman and you're in a in a place where it's 96% men, how are you not getting ran through? I always thought, like I messed with this little small girl. She was she was like five foot two, but she had some big old toddies. I mean, them was the biggest natural. I couldn't believe they were so big on her body. I could not believe. I was like, good Lord, but big toddies are overrated and she didn't have no booty either because that's what, you know, you either get one or the other, they either got big cans and small booty or big booty and small cans. It's rare. The rare woman who has both is a superstar. (laughs) She's like a celebrity. All right. But, um, she was in the Navy and she used to talk about when she was on Guantanamo Bay or something like that over in Cuba, Cuba. I was like, how was you not getting ran through? I could not believe it. I was like, and she was like feminine, petite, like she was a small woman. I was like, boy, I know you was getting piped. Now nah, she's a Latina. <laughs> she was she a Latina? I think she was kind of white. I couldn't tell what she was. I think she was more white, but she wasn't suburban white. And she had a short pixie haircut. She was cool as hell, but but. I just couldn't deal with. All right, Moose Hefner, CGA. It was revealed Young Dolph was hit 22 times. Swiss cheesed up. All right, 22 bullet hit. Wow. And now I heard that they kind of unraveled who did what, and it was a part of a hit. I mean, allegedly gang, gang culture in Memphis, you know, of what it was, it was it was a setup type of deal. Twenty two bullet wound. Oh, that is Swiss cheese up, bro. Twenty two hits. Oh, yikes! That got a. That's a horrible way to go out. He said, "That's it." I think they shot fifty, at least fifty bullets. They shot fifty and they hit 22? 22 times. New Jersey female says, "Back in boot camp in two thousand and eight, a chick got." Caught by the sergeant writing letters to at least eight guys. Other times, I've seen other companies get smoked all night. And he says uh, because privates got caught in tents, getting caught in tents, privates getting caught in tents. Eight guys, and that's the one thing. Uh, uh, um, one more thing that I was talking about because I said one man can't satisfy a woman. Typically, um, women can go. Back to back, like you ever see those videos where they're like, "All right, I'm gonna be with 50 guys," and they'll just 50 guys. See, a woman can get pounded out nonstop. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of fatigue and injury after it, but a guy you cannot duplicate that. You could not be like, "All right, I'm gonna run through 50 women." You you can't do it physically, and so a woman can juggle multiple men. Because on a day, let's just say, I mean, this is going to be a grand, this is going to be a not-too-normal scenario. But let's just say a woman is juggling multiple men, and on that day, all three men happen to line up and sync up on her calendar. She can literally have those three guys back-to-back. Like, she could go stop by over here for two hours. She could stop by over here for two hours, stop by over here and no change would, no, no drop-off would occur. Now, this doesn't happen all the time, but it could be done. This is why women can sell themselves on the street repeatedly, because they have the equipment to do it, and they can keep going. Men, you can't do this. You couldn't even duplicate that unless you're 22. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd have to be 22 years old to do some ish like that. You can't be doing this repetitively like that. You'd be out of steam. Your performance will suffer. It's crazy. So I like, I can, you think you can. Last one, Chief Rocker, shout out to you. And I'll go on the Cash App. That's the sponsor today. Shout out to Chief Rocker. He says, uh, CGA It's also the older 30 plus women in these military cities that target career military men. They size up. They size you up in Hampton Roads, Virginia. In fact, they take less which is uh, leave and earning statements, they take less one-on-one. Check out a Facebook page called Dependipodemuses. You can't make this up. So there's career men being targeted by older women. Are these career military men older as well? I'm sure they are because of their career. And so they do focus on these men, Dependipodemuses. This is a, it's a cold world out there. Men, you better wake up. Last one on the cash app. It's your boy. Hold up for a second. Where did he go? Hold up. It's Brian Horsley. He says, appreciate. Hold on, man. This is all messed up. He says, appreciate you, coach. Shout out to you. Thank you for that. All right. Let me give you another story. You want another story? Here's a story about Eduardo Alves. 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 Shout out to Eduardo. Personal trainer his wife, Sandra Alves, mendingo, mendingo, <laughs> all right? Allegedly, this guy right here catches his wife getting banged out by a homeless guy. Oh my goodness. Sandra Alves, mendingo. Boy, that name is impro- appropriate or inappropriate. It's the wife of Eduardo Alves, a personal trainer who was recently making headlines after a video went viral where he assaults a homeless person. And it says right here the security footage shows a personal trainer allegedly catching his wife cheating on him inside of a parked car with a homeless man whom he subsequently thrashed. The incident occurred in the early hours of March 10th in the neighborhood of Jardin Jardim Rorres I'm not I'm sorry in the administrative region of Plana Tina in Brazil's federal district around 10 30 p.m., the personal trainer approaches his wife's car and continuously taps on the bodywork until he succeeds in opening the door, taking the homeless man out and assaulting him. The man is stripped of his garments and beaten once again. Alvarez, or Alves, age 31, a personal trainer, posted a video in which he defends his esp- esposa, Sandra age 33. In the video, he appears with one hand uh, bandaged and confirmed that his wife was assaulted by the homeless man and that she had been a victim of attacks since the incident. Oh, no. So he thinks he, oh, he's playing the victim. Oh, no, 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 no. It says in the video, I'm sorry, uh, Alves is seen on CCTV approaching the parked car and peering through the windshield, supposedly seeing his miscues inside or miscues, misses, miscues, misses with another man. He flew into Passion and smashed the window before opening the car door and getting inside. Oh, no. The camera then shows the other man exiting the vehicle, whom Eduardo pursues, returns to the vehicle, then beats the living daylights out of him. But then it says right here, they went and explored um her Wikipedia page. She doesn't have one. Information about her life has not surfaced on the internet she lives in somewhere in brazil and she goes to church regularly in the viral video eduardo eduardo's companion is seen humble humbly lying on the ground outside of the car visibly upset and powerless in the face of the circumstances sandra informed the cops that she was she enjoys assisting vulnerable individuals through her church hold up Hold up. She allegedly afterwards told a friend that she had received a message from God to aid the homeless man with whom she had been. Oh, hell no. She's not active on Instagram. She's not found on social media. Sandra's husband at water told investigators that he was enraged because he believed the 33 year old wife was being great. Still, he indicated in the statement that Sandra had psychological issues (laughs) and would be unavailable. She would be unable to consent to sex since she was going through a psychiatric break. A psychiatric break. Oh, my God. You got you men out here are some gumps. You guys will gump with the best of them. Oh, my God. So he's giving her a pass. She can't consent. Woo. Men, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to either be employed for a long time or I'm going to give up. I'm going to be like, I'm like, I can't take it. I'm trying to get you men some game, But you out here gumping. And what did I tell you about these psychological issues? Oh, I'm not happy. Oh, I'm not happy. I'm going to help homeless people through my church and she getting her he de- I thought he was a hero in this situation and he proves that he's another gump and I got one more story for you but let's do a couple more super chats so I don't get too far behind strife excel never sleep with a married man's wife watch the movie adulterers it never ends well hashtag price is wrong Leave the married women alone, not leave them alone. M. Right. M. Right. Hello, coach. Can you do a show on what to do when men are alpha widowed? I'm 35, dating a good girl, plain Jane, 29 years old, but misses, wait, but missed the um, extremely deep emotional connection I had once with a 42-year-old woman. All right, so you had a 42-year-old woman. You got a nice plain Jane Um. And you, well, I'm not sure, what are you missing? You had a better emotional connection with an older woman, all right, and not the younger woman. Interesting. I mean, I would like to know context. I would have to have details. Fixed facts, you just married a single mother. She cheated before you met her. Just marry a single mother. She cheated before you met her. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, one more thing about virgins, by the way. Let's talk about female virgins. Uh, Female virgins are dangerous. Female virgins are dangerous. And this is why. Because you guys will think, well, I'll be the only one to break her in. All right. But like I told you, they're going to get curious. A lot of reasons that they might be virgins is because maybe the dad was controlling. And, you know, we talked about that with daddy issues. She's afraid of what society's going to do to judge her. She wanted to keep her virginity for her man in her Disney fantasy, right? Her fairy tale. She wanted to keep this. And um, eventually what happens is once you marry them and you, you have them and you marry them and they give you sex, what's going to happen in their brain is they're going to say, am I going to die? Am I going to die with having sex with just one man? This will happen three, five, seven, eight years into their marriage. Not all, but it will happen to some. And especially if they tell their friends, this is where it's going to be important. This is where you're going to be important. They're going to tell their friends, well, my husband is the only man I've ever been with. And their, their friends, their social groups, going to look at each other like this. Damn, girl, you're going to go, they're going to sabotage her. You're going to go and live your whole life with one salami? Oh, hell no. Girl, you better go out there and check. Girl, you better go out there and get your pipe, Any your shirts? pipes fixed. They're going to encourage her to do it. They're going to set her up to do it. You mean you haven't had a 12-inch, $5 foot long? You mean you haven't had a black man? You mean you haven't had a white man? You mean you haven't had a Latino man? You haven't had a sexy, spicy Latino man that can do the, do the uh, salsa? You have to go to the salsa club? You haven't gone to the salsa? You haven't salsa got? You haven't gone to the country bar? You haven't had this? You haven't had that? And she's going to be thinking. She's going to be like, "Mm -hmm. maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I'm missing out. Before I die, I'm going to at least have one more man. And she's going to check. She's going to experiment. And even if she doesn't do it, she's going to be thinking about it. She's going to be like, shh. Before I die, I got to have at least one more man, right? And she's going to eventually try to go ahead and figure that out. Some of them are going to be sloppy in the way they do it, but if they do it right, they're going to get that other guy. So that's what you have to find. Yeah, they're going to start going to girls' nights out. They're going to start experimenting because they've been out of the game. Like their whole life, they thought about being virginous, getting married, having kids, and being a mom. Now, once that happens, it's either going to find out that it's not a fantasy it's hard work, um, and then she's going to say stuff to you. I'm not happy. Marriage is not going to be the fantasy she had up in her mind. It's going to be just nothing but work, work, work. And then her friends going to be like, girl, come out to girls' nights out. You should see these dudes out here. Oh, boy, you haven't had a drug dealer. You haven't had a a, a a scammer. You haven't had a guy hooked up in the bathroom like Ben Roethlisberger. You haven't had that. You haven't hooked up. You haven't sucked salami in the club, Pause. and they're going to take her out. Girl, come out with us. We'll show you. Come to the girl's trip. Come on. Her friends are going to sabotage her. It's not going to be her that sabotages her per se. She'll sabotage herself. She'll shoot herself in the foot. It's not going to be you that sabotages her. It's going to be her friends, her social circle. Even if her social circle are good girls too. Like they're good, good wives, but they were on the carousel at Arizona State. They're going to be like, girl, you mean you didn't mess with nobody in the dorms? You didn't do this? You didn't do that? Girl, we got to let you go. Come on. And people don't realize that if you, even the Virgin is wise are susceptible to this. All right. Drew and Pringle says, coach, you got any advice for joining, seeking LOL. I just hopped on. Yep. You got to go on the members. I don't get that away for free over here. All right. We break it down over there. Brock Landers. He says, uh, he says, need to tell the gang about the Derek Fisher saga in which he was banging the married wife. And, uh, then even, uh, what was the guy's name? He played for the Lakers and the Kings and all of that. And uh, they went and was going head to head. It's crazy. Arslan of St. Louis. I went to Kansas State in the 90s. Hella 304 is there. Uh-oh. So there's something we don't know about happening over in uh, Kansas over there. Kansas State is over in uh, Manhattan, Kansas. Matt Barnes, yeah. Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher. All right. What's going on in Manhattan, Kansas? I didn't know that they was out there like that. All them plain Jane snow cows out there getting cray cray. The undisputed man, two big people looking like the number 88. You ever see them slapping bellies? I can't imagine what's going on in that bedroom. bro. I don't even want to know. Pause. Uh, let's see here. Warren says, I see. I've seen it happen myself. If any guy plans to get married and their girlfriend is currently out of shape, do not commit till she loses weight and reveals who she really is. It will save you the trouble later. And the reason why uh, it doesn't work, I know a lot of you guys will set your preference to bigger woman and there's no problem with that. That's your preference. I don't police Johnson's over here. All right. I don't say you're less of a man. I say you could probably do better, but you know, use them as practice. But, um, The reason why she's going to change up if she loses weight is because then she, because they're not, despite popular opinion, the people who are not in the best shape of their lives, trust me, I'm a professional. This is professional Coach Greg Adams fitness trainer talking. They're not happy with themselves, okay? Speaking of not, I'm not happy. They're gonna fake like they're happy with themselves. They're gonna fake like, hey, you know, I'm me and I'm best to shape this way. And men like me. They're gonna talk about the many men that that are handsome and 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 uh, in shape that plow them. They're they're not missing out on sex with good looking men. Good looking men are gonna plow them, despite popular opinion. Again, they're gonna get plenty of sex opportunity. They can't keep a guy many times, but deep down inside, they wish to not have all of that weight. And what happens is every year it's a struggle they get bigger and bigger because because they're not working it off as the years go by they settle like oh I'm still good and as they become 24 I'm still good I'm just curvy I'm just thick and then it comes 28 and all of a sudden it's like oh boy this could get out of hand it's getting out of hand and then by 32 35 it's completely out of control and they're just like oh man they're just not happy with themselves and then you come along girl it don't matter You still a queen, right? You still a queen and you look good. You're the perfect the way you are. I'll feed you. I'll give you, just keep gaining weight. Well, she'll settle for you. She'll be like, okay. But then she's not happy with herself. And then at some point she'll lose the weight. She's gonna lose the weight, guys. She said she was happy being big, but now she's not. Deep down inside, you gotta know she's not. She just wants you to accept her as that. But then if she lose the weight, She's going to become who she really wanted to be, like my brother just said. And then it's trouble for you. Because now she's going to look at you and say, holy, you accepted me when I was feeling my worst. Although I told you I'm not feeling my worst. You literally accepted me when I felt disgusting about myself, but I didn't tell nobody. Now I feel fabulous. This is the real me on the inside. And if she's going to look at you with disdain and disgust, especially if you let yourself go in the process, then she's going to be like, well, look at me. I look better. Look at you. She's going to then judge you in the lens that you should have judged her. Now she's going to chance to judge judge you on that lens and say, you look disgusting. You shouldn't be happy with yourself. And then guess what she's going to do. Other people are going to say, wow, you look great. You lost some weight. Oh, thank you, baby. Oh, she's going to start posting pictures on Facebook. She's not going to show the pictures of her extra skin or any of that. You're not going to see any of that. All right. There's going to be extra skin there. All right. I've been around women that have had either bariatric surgery or lost considerable amount of weight quickly. The skin don't snap along with the body. I'm just telling you as a professional, I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing. People think I'm not talking negative. There's extra skin going to be there. And they're not going to show that until you lie with them. I'm telling you, dude, have you ever been with a woman who lost a lot of weight? That shit is weird. All right. It's, it feels weird because they look skinny or they look like they ain't that big. But then when you take all the clothes off, you like, mm and then you touch them and then it's got it's a, it's one of the weirdest experiences they happened to me I think once at least and I was like damn it's very very soft like it's weird it's so weird so what happens is a lot of times people guys ain't going to care but but the the bottom line I know I'm going too far on that the bottom line is she's going to become who she really wanted to be she's going to be happy about it then you're going to be like feel a certain way And then she's going to bounce on you. And if anyone disagrees, I just gave you the statistics on it. And it confirms what I'm talking about. According to Bariatric TV, 80 to 85% of patients who were obese prior to or at the time of their marriage will two years divorce, within two years divorce after weight loss surgery. This doesn't take into account that people that lost weight without the surgery, I'm sure it's just as high. So, for guys who are overweight and you have an overweight wife or a wife who's, you know, you're like, oh, we we love each other. She knows I love her. Trust me, dude. If she ever lost that weight, you're out.
1: Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made,
0: which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Somebody says surgery like built like Laffy Taffy. It, yeah, Laffy Taffy is a good explanation. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, And what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same yeah hey there you go it's literally that hey i gotta do a couple of, i forgot our game was we you supposed to play our game today Oh, it's time for Hit It and Quit It in here. All right, I forgot about our game. I was just looking at my thing. I was like, why do I have that tab open right there? All right, we got three contestants. All right, we got three contestants in here for the Hit It and Quit It game. Then we'll go back to the rest of the Super Chats and we'll play our video from Dave Ramsey of the week. Hit It and Quit It. All right, so we're going to go up. We we got, wait a minute, I almost stopped the show. All right, pause. I almost hit the wrong button. Went nuke. All right, so uh, we got three contestants. It seems like we have a mixed crowd today, so we'll go ahead and let you lay your vote. Uh, First, hit it or quit it, contestant. Uh, She goes by the name of, I think her name is Letitia Wright or something like that. I can't remember her name. Recently, she was in the movie Death by the Nile, Death on the Nile. Um, She was in the movie Black Panther. All right, Letitia. Right. And don't ask me about older women. That's going to be on primer decline. So do not come in here and ask me about put up Nia Long. All right. We're not putting her up. All right. Everybody's going to be under 30. That's the how to get in on the hit it and quit it. She was in the Black Panther movie. She was the the, the sister of Chala. <laughs> All right. Somebody says, you got any body pictures? Um. She's foldable. Let's just say that. She's foldable. And um, she has a pretty nice body. All right. And uh, she has some good chocolate skin right here, good features. I don't know where she's from. Is she American? Letitia Wright, that's American. All right. I think she's American. Uh, sometimes her hair is short, sometimes her hair is in these braids. What are we doing here? Are we hitting it or quitting? All right, boy, this one this one drums up no sort of sexual. <laughs> This is a quit. All right, boy, we got a lot of no skis here. All right, no skis here or there. We got a lot of quitting. A couple people hitting. All right, couple people hitting. Some people saying, hell no. She's English. All right, so she's English. Somebody's smashing. She's from British. She's British. Spot of tea. Do we want a spot of tea? I love English, man. I love the English accent. Because they start cursing. Oh, nabbit. This is ridiculous. Bloody <laughs> Everything's They're curse words. Of, I love it. All right. So we out of here on her. All right. Our next contestant up for bids uh, here, did here for, for hit it and quit it is going to be Alexis, Texas. Alexis, Texas. All right. Alexis, Texas. This is probably one of the most safest picture that I can come up with. All right. Uh, there were a lot of other pictures here. Um, Alexis, Texas. Anyone? Anyone? Be going with Alexis, Texas. This is, this is the safest picture that I can come up with. Uh, she's a what be termed as a thick white woman, all right, or a pog. She's the queen of the pogs. Is she married? I don't know. She's going to be on the pog list. Um, If you see her without makeup, you're going to see, oh, uh, man, you're going to be like, good lord, all right? But, but uh, with makeup and hair, she looks a lot better. All right, she looks a lot better. So on the Pog list, yeah, she definitely ran through. She definitely ran through. Somebody, y'all roaring and putting kids in her already, I see. All right, I need my tools. Yeah, she's not going to feel anything. Yes, her, without makeup, she's now very, she's not very attractive. But on on, on Instagram, she's going to be attractive. All right, so here we go right here. We, we're pretty almost even on Alexis Texas, hit or quit. Our last contestant is going to be Zendaya. All right, we're going with Zendaya. All right, everybody, I think she might have been over 30, the previous girl. Uh, Zendaya is going to be definitely under 30, and she's of the mixed breed category. You know, mixed breed. All right, so here we go Zendaya. Somebody says she's 12. Zendaya's not 12. Zendaya is definitely over 12, all right? He's over 12. Let's see what her age is. She's literally 25 years old, all right? She damn near too old for some people, all right? Here we go. For some people, she too old. Somebody said she'll quit. Some people will wife her up. They, some people want to marry her, all right? Some people are hitting it. Somebody said that's a child. Wrong. She's 25. She's 25 years old, guys. You know what, older guys? Old people don't realize how fast time goes because <laughs> you were introduced to her when she was a teenager, which is not a child. Everybody's got to understand language. And I, you know, people are really confused. Teenagers are not children. That's why they call them young adults. But that's, that's neither here or there. When you turn 18, you're an illegal, you're illegally an adult. All right. And then when you see, because you were introduced to someone, you don't realize 10 years passed. Okay. Uh, and this happens to older people all the time. Like, you were like, let's say when you're 35 and then you turn 45. Well, to you, not much has changed, but to a lot of other people and young people, their life, their whole world has changed in that 10 years. And you still think in your mind that that person's from 10 years ago because you remember, oh, when I was 35, I was introduced to this part. No, no, they changed significantly. And they advanced. You're still stuck. you know, old old people for you forever don't realize how people age. It's crazy. But anyways, in Deha, it was a mixed crowd. And also she's a feminist, so she's raging. So be careful. Hey, that was hit her to quit. All right, let's get to uh, the story of Dave Ramsey video. Let's do a Dave Ramsey video. Why not? Fair use to Dave Ramsey. I love Dave Ramsey video because this is going to prove, this video is going to prove that just because you're in a marriage now, just because you're in a marriage now and it's in your mind working, doesn't mean your marriage is working. And this is going to be proof of it because you guys, you guys are scoreboard marriage people. Okay. You guys are like, Hey, my marriage is fantastic. My wife come home every night, all right? Uh, We have sex once a month, maybe once every other week. Uh, I satisfy her. We're building a business together. And you think because she's staying there that you're winning in the marriage, okay? But this video, we're going to listen to a video, and you're going to find out when wives check out of their marriages, they will check out but still sit right up under you. Okay, let's go ahead and roll the film.
1: Adam is with us in Toronto. Hey, Adam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
0: Hey, how you doing, Dave? Good, man. What's up? Another gump calling in, taking advice from Dave Ramsey when he's a financial guru. But, you know, this is going to have to be talking about money here. Um, but these gumps come in and they're holding on to these marriages. You guys hold on, hold on, and there's more red flags than the Chinese parade. Oh, nothing. Uh, well, I shouldn't say nothing quite a bit, but uh, just a little bit of a recap.
2: Uh, back in 2016, my wife and I did, as you say, uh, stupid with zeros on the end of it. Uh, spent a lot. And in uh, 2017, paid off about 65000 bucks of debt in uh, 11 months. And I uh, never did end up getting down for a debt-free screen, but anyway um fast forward now in the last i guess couple of years covid has kind of destroyed my industry there i'm a pilot and in canada here it uh, really took a bad hit it's just kind of recovering now and uh, so with the stress that that kind of brought about, brought some uh, marriage issues
0: yeah he sounds canadian a boat a boat or he's either from northern wisconsin minnesota or canadian
2: uh, along with it and uh Life is in a really uh, bad spot right now. I guess we or Michigan Upper Peninsula. He's a Hooper. Both kind of are, and um, is not sure if she wants to work on the marriage or what she wants to do. And we're kind of uh, in this uh, stalemate. But in the resulting kind of aftermath, is that she's decided that she's going to spend however she wants to spend and kind of uh, go back to you know she's saying we make too much money. There's no way I should have to have any restraint, and so. Uh, of kind of spending a boat. Oh, yeah.
0: He's from Toronto. Sorry, I missed that. Uh, spending the boat. Spending the boat. I love that. He sounds like Brett Hitman Hart talking. All right. Shout out to Toronto.
2: I'd say about $2,000 a month over what we make. And uh, as a result of kind of depleted our emergency fund almost down to nothing, uh, she signed up for an elective surgery to the tune of about $10,000. All
0: right. So the wife is trying to get out. Again, she, st- she sees the ship is sinking. And she's trying to get out a dodge, so she's getting an elective surgery, breast implants, uh, bariatric surgery. You know what it is. Uh, she getting BBL. Wife is checking out.
2: And when kind of questioned on the timing of it, she just said, "Well, I'm either either we fund it somehow through us, or I'm just going to look at my own credit card, and do it myself." And uh, and so, but every time I bring up finances to her to uh, to talk about it, uh, she says, "You're obsessed with money. You've got to stop being so obsessed." I'm trying to just bring her to the reality that we're spending more than we make, and we're kind of gradually bankrupting the family. You know, we've got four young children, and
0: four children. She's got the investment stage. He lost his job, his job. He lost his job. The money emergency fund fund depleting. She wants to get knockers and upgrade. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty simple what's happening, and she's using his time and his shelter to do so. This is pretty simple for me. This is the marriage wheel and she's checking out because you lost your position economically and she sees homelessness coming up and she ain't going homeless with you, sir. She's out. She's like, I'm about to get my bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. And while I do this, you're going to raise my, you're going to raise my, um, you're going to inadvertently raise my sexual marketplace value by letting me get breast implants on your dime that you're going to pay for. All right. So watch this.
2: And uh, trying to uh, you know put money aside for them as well and, and retirement now that we're kind of both kind of getting back on our feet we do make good money but uh, the reality is we're just spending way too much and she has no desire to even talk about it she'll stonewall me every time I try to bring it up and I'm worried that I'm gonna tip her over the edge in the marriage if I talk too much about finances but if I
0: your, mar- your marriage is already like gone that- <laughs> so even Dave Ramsey is like A guy that sticks up for marriage is like, uh, your marriage is done, buddy. And a lot of guys will see 15 and and, or we call it over here, 50, red flags. And you still won't dump your girl. This is why wives file for divorce 80% of the time, because guys will see the red flags and continue to push, push, push and change and try to make her happy. I'm not happy. And she already checked out. (laughs) She's already gone.
2: Well, yeah, it's the thing. It's if I, I feel like I'm kind of giving the drunk a drink. No, you're, you didn't hear me. Like you didn't this, hear me. But
1: you didn't hear me. Your Your marriage is already gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, she. She does give no. indication that she doesn't want to make it work. No, she doesn't. She that, no, she she's doesn't. Not ready to no, do it right no, now. No, 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 she doesn't. People that do the things and say the things that she's doing have no desire for this marriage to continue.
0: Yeah, he needs a Gumpter vision, a uh, free agent triple OG. He needs a Gumpter vision. He doesn't know it's over. Guys don't know when it's over. And you continue to try to uh, uh, take, take a bucket and save yourself and dip all the water that's leaking into the boat. You're trying to save it. It's done. And you're letting her try to improve herself, improve her position so she can get exit. Even Dave Ramsey knows it's over. He said it's done. Yeah. When you say things like, "If you don't go, if you don't uh,
1: pay for this ten thousand dollar, I'm just going to put it on a credit card," screw you. You don't have a vote. This is not a marriage. This is not someone that has a marriage anymore that wants to work at all. And so, what I would do if I were in your shoes is, the two of you would say, "I'm going to go see a marriage counselor," and it's either going to yeah, be we- with you on how we learn to get back on the same page and we have a future together that's going to include us both being grown ups. Um, And if you want to go with that, that's fine. If not, the marriage counselor is going to instruct me on how to bring this marriage
0: to an end. Okay, so if I would have said that this marriage was over, everybody was like, who hurt you? But now even Dave Ramsey can see crazy. They can see what what men will put up with to try to make relationships work. And even Dave is like, nah, you dumb.
2: Yeah, we have done some counseling, and it she didn't has work. come a couple times. And just trying to get her to come back to it is the hard part, and she's very reluctant. Yeah, you're begging her to do
1: stuff, then she, you know, and she has no desire. She's obstinate. She's angry,
0: and she's she's done. She done. See, what's wrong with saying that about marriage? Sometimes it's done. But what you guys will do is, oh, we can make it work, and counseling, and this and that, and it ain't over yet. And just because they're Just because they're not in the divorce statistics, you count it as a win. So in in conventional wisdom, blue pill wisdom, this is a marriage that's working. Like this is remember, we would say 50% of marriages, 60% of marriages, 70% of marriages in divorce. Well, the people who oppose us will say, no, these people are still married, so they're still happy and marriage works. However, this marriage been over. Remember, it's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah, you're ahead now, but it could turn on its head like crazy. And just because you don't get divorced doesn't mean you're winning. You still headed for an L.
1: She's done. The marriage
0: yeah. is
2: over. Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough to say that because she does say that she still
0: does. She, make she's it lying. Work, he,
1: what she says is not what she's doing. And so that's lying. the problem. Yeah.
0: It, it, he can't realize it. He's so gone. He cannot realize it, bro. And again, it People
1: that it want their marriage the to work do not behave the way that she is behaving.
2: Yes,
0: I would agree. Okay. So she's yeah, lying. And, uh, yes. Well, yeah. Ele- he's still trying to cover for her. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, well, she says she wants to make it work. He, uh, he's he gone. I surgery for
1: $10,000 when you're broke and the family's in financial stress? That's so selfish and asinine, I can't even put words to it.
2: Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of my thought, too. And no, the no, fact it, is like a, it just
0: is. It's a fact. Yeah. It's not an opinion. Yeah. He turned into Coach Greg Adams. <laughs> mm. Dave has turned into me. He Look, Dave has turned into me. He's tired of y'all gumps out here. He's tired of it. He's tired of defending it. He's tired of these Mary Gumps and these so-called manosphere people, so-called pushing marriage. He's tired of it. He can't deal with it no more. He's turned into me. He's like, all right, maybe that guy's right over there. Okay. This dude cannot <laughs> coach Dave Adams. Look at that look at look at Dave. He turned into me. He's bitter and hurt now. Shout out to Dave Ramsey, who's laying it thick on this gump. Mm. That, that is her screaming in your face that she's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know I, I don't really like to think of it
2: that way, obviously, because it's not a, a nice outcome for anybody in this in this match.
1: I'm not sure you did it. I think you're just the one that's no. going to admit it.
2: Yeah. Now I would agree with you going back a couple months that she was done and however she's had some influential people in her life in the last month or two that have helped bring her around. Her attitude has changed. <laughs> well then that would involve would you guys
1: getting in a good getting with a good marriage counselor immediately. Yes. But that attitude has the, needs to turn has... into action. Yes, and she has admitted
2: that that is an option. I I, I did confront her about it a, about a couple of weeks ago, and she has. I said, "This is what I want to do." I get some referrals from her Focus on the Family, and she said, "Yes, that is an option." And so I'm just kind of trying to not push her because she doesn't. No, want I am to going to push her. So she it's not no, you don't an understand.
1: Yeah. You, you, it's time to push her. It's time to push you. Yeah. The house is on fire. It's burning yeah. down around you. <laughs> get out of the house. <laughs>
0: Game again you guys will push and push and make it work and what did i say most relationships work because the man takes many concessions all right you have to take concession here concession here because you don't want to lose the house you don't want to lose your kids you got the most to lose she's out of there she's like this he's like nope no more no more i got me. it's over bro guys let her go and this is why, again, we keep saying, um, and I feel bad because it did say Adam for Toronto. Um, I it, it keeps saying, um, um, gosh, what I had a thought, but anyway, that oh, we keep talking about eight out of ten divorces are filed by women. This is why, right here, this right here is why that statistic exists because men can't pull the plug because you can't uh, risk taking the L. Guys, let me just tell you one more thing: when you divorce your wife you're gonna take an L stop avoiding taking L's just go ahead and find out what L you're taking I've said this a long time ago if you file for divorce from your wife just find out what L you're about to take and accept it accept the L but you don't want to go out here because you know you can't get no peace leave so you'll take the 10 pieces of peace leave your wife gives you and or, as opposed to going and divorcing your wife and um and uh, getting out here in the dating marketplace push somebody
2: yeah. yeah i am i'm definitely am I'm, I'm bringing stuff up fairly regularly but I've been, you know kind of teetering on the edge and not wanting to push her over one side to get her her emotional side to engage i want honey to what to you think is being
1: nice back. is not nice you think you're mm-hmm. you think you can beg and be sweet and cause this to happen and it's I, i'm not asking you to be mean to her but you're acting mm-hmm. like that you can beg her into wanting to do this she has to stand up square her shoulders and say i'm going to re-engage in this marriage and re-engage as two adults on how to run our household and she has to do that under the heading of a therapist and the two of you learn to work together again you cannot beg her to behave yes i
2: agree with that totally it's you know i i I can't change her she has to decide to do it it's a matter of you know we're trying to get obviously lots of prayer and, and other yeah. friends of influence yeah. who had to get around her. Absolutely. to change her heart and soften Absolutely. Out. What Dave's
1: saying is this is an emergency. I'm just you're saying sitting you, around need, you going, guys need to be sitting well, with a counselor, and, yeah. and and she needs to be going. And if she's not going, then we need to know what that – we need to admit what that says. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But all this, there is not a financial technique that's a problem here. Exactly. The, the no, financial problems and problem the
0: financial... See, he's not listening. Dave, Dave had to cut his ass off. He was like, I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> 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 Look at Dave. He, he <laughs> Dave said, let me shut this gump the hell up. He went to punching a button. He was like, bruh. Even they, oh hell no! Shut the hell up! Hold up, with that. He to him with what? He hit with Watch yeah,
1: him push the button you know, on that is, ass. There is not a financial technique that's the problem here. The the no, financial problems problem and the financial way.
0: spending are. All- <laughs> 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 hey, this is what I'm telling you. Hey, this is why I ha- do. At some point, you got to take the rare pill. At some point, you got to man up on these go <laughs> see these sims. You got to cut their ass off because they will never get it. Let me play that again. I'll admit what that says.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. But all this, there is not a
1: financial technique. That's the problem here. The the no, financial well, problems like problem and the though. financial spending are all about <laughs> her obstinance. <laughs> and you trying to talk, talk your way around it to where it's all somehow. Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It doesn't work that way. And so if uh, Whitney, Uh decided to start just start telling George what she was gonna do. George would have a thing, have a thing. All
0: right. So since the gump's not talking no more, hey, Dave's tired of it. Dave's tired of the people here. It's crazy, bro. (laughs) He hit up with the don't over talk me Kevin Samuel style. Don't over talk me. (laughs) Oh man. Hey, Dave is sounds bitter and hurt, by the way. By the way. All right. And he's a misogynist. This is a lot of men, and you guys don't want to see until it's too late. All right, let's get these super chats in. All right. For the show. Am I on the right screen? Uh, Let's see here. What is this here? Warren, I got you, Warren. Thank you for the in shape thing. Cali West, Miami. But Coach Jennifer Husband's first husband was a trained fighter, and she got the ban and left him for another ninja. He said, shout out to CG8 and the Nasty Boys. Yes, 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 indeed. So Jennifer Husband had the uh, weightlifter, the professional wrestler, right? And he, you know, I don't know, man. He was kind of an interesting guy to me. But yeah, even she dumped her guy. Guys, when they lose weight, just understand, they're going to look at you differently. They're going to be like, dang, you actually accepted me when I was down bad. Stank Master Flex, quote, for a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife preys on your very life. According to Proverbs 6 and 26, are you, wow. Wow, 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 wow. But, uh, but uh, he says, for a prostitute, can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife prays on your very life. Is that a real, is that a real scripture? I'm going to pull it up, Stank Master Flex, because a lot of these things people think we're coming up with is new. These are just philosophies that have already written by. You guys got to start, you guys got to start also looking up old philosophers. I actually pulled it up here. For a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife preys on your very life. Gosh, it says it. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but a sleeping, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. It's real. It's real, according to the internet scriptures. The internet scripture says it's real, right there. Proverbs six and twenty six. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, but a married man, but a married woman hunts down a precious life. Oh boy. Proverbs is real. Yikes. And these are all the translations that I'm reading here. For the price of a prostitute reduces one to a loaf of bread, and an adulteress hunts for a precious life. God dang. Man, that Bible, I got to start reading that Bible. Hold on. Let me go get my Bible. I'm going to be in Proverbs all weekend. I'm going to come with so much material. (laughs) After I read Proverbs, I'm going to come with some much videos. Y'all going to be like, Coach caught the Holy Ghost up in there, the Holy Spirit talking through me. I'm going to come in there. It's going to be hellfire and brimstone, thunder and lightning behind me, bro. I'm going to be out in the mountaintop. I'm going to be like our boy with the Jezebel spirit. I'm going to be in the spirit of Elijah out in this mug, bro. Woo. Let me go on and get in that good book. I got it sitting over there. I can see it right there. I can see you right there. They go to book right there. I'm gonna be in here with mold content like crazy. I'ma come in here with my cloth on, brothers. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh man, oh well, well, they, we're, you know, the new church people, you know, those new church people, those new church people. Well, 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 technically, you know, the Bible God changed in, in 1999. You know, he don't say he don't believe you know those new Christian people that invite you to church, they be all happy. Hi, I've been normally I'm a new lukewarm born again christian i would like to invite you to my church our church is fantastic we're open to everyone and god loves jesus loves too you go to the church it sounds like a rock concert in there they be like boom they got the lighting and all that stuff the dude come out tattoos earrings the pastor come out like that's the pastor like who the hell is this they have no robe my old pastors had a robe he'd be huh and huh and huh then we had the choir, they rock. Now they out here like a rock band. It's like a rap concert in this mug. you like, what in the world? Where the hell am I at? But is this a church? It's in a damn auditorium, no cathedral, no stained glass windows, nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing that you know, the Lord watching you when you in church, you like the Lord watching me in here. And there, it looked like a damn auditorium. It looked like a theater. You're like, are they putting on plays in here? Like what in the world? Where, where am I at? The pastor comes out. Hi, everybody. God is love. God loves you. There's no hellfire and brimstone. You know, God changes his mind about everything he wrote in a good book. Don't worry about all that. There's no such thing as hell. There's no such thing as hell. You're not going to go to hell for anything that this says in the book. Don't listen to anything in here, but Jesus here. Jesus is here, though. Jesus is love. That's all we'll say there. God is love. Jesus is love. Do what you want. Repent. Fornicate. Be with other men, whatever you want. The Bible says God forgives. So do what you want and come here, ask for forgiveness, and you won't go to hell. (laughs) That's how they be doing you now. You be sitting in there like, yo, but uh, hey, pastor. (laughs) You be like, pastor, yeah, the girls come in there, leggings. They come in there all sloppy. Everybody coming in here like they done dragged in from Saturday. What the hell's going on in here? People in here trying to catch. Is this a church? Everybody outside hooking up with each other? Shout out to everybody. <laughs> now, you know I ain't lying, brothers. You know I'm not lying, man. These churches today, I'll be like, man, this don't look like a church. This look like a college campus. We'll look like a high school campus at that. I mean, they got basketball teams. Like, our basketball team is the state champion. you like, how the hell this church got... How y'all got a state championship basketball team? Mm. <laughs> they recruiting all these people in here. They done brought all these people in from Pomona, Riverside, South Central. LA. Oh, here we are. The Lord, the Lord, uh, the Lord Reverend Casey Price's college basketball team getting scouted. 18 people got scholarships. Even the best players? What the? <laughs> oh, man. I'm not bringing up religion. We're talking about church. Obviously, church and religion is not connected. Just because it's a church doesn't mean it's religious. (laughs) They got banners all up in the church. 18 state championships. Where am I? All right, so let me stop, man. I'm telling you. it. Y'all know I'm not lying. Don't get offended now. Everybody wants to let me offend other people, and then you get offended. Look at the bottom right here. It says viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this. You're choosing to watch this content. You were warned. I warned you a long time ago. You chose to click on my face. Now, don't get your panties in a bunch now. (laughs) So let me stop. All right. I love that St. Max Reflex, by the way. Shout out to Chief Rocker. Affirmed CGA, female male sailors serve together aboard ships these days. Okay, so we could get, get kind of stanking up in there, I'm sure. Crypto Keeper says Timothy Talley was the guy's name, low class man. Low class guy. All right. Um, and people that talked about, hey man, if, if what I wasn't saying was true, you wouldn't be laughing and relating. Some of these things are happening. These churches got state champions. They're basically. Factory, um, holding factory college scouting, and they use the church to guide and get and fund all of these high school programs. That stuff is happening, man. Stop. All right. Stop. We know it happens. So don't act like I made it up. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Lancelot, he says, Boat booze is a real thing. Some of the biggest 304s in the Navy come right out of the deck department. If you know, you know. Salute. Yikes. All right, Moose Hefner says, I like that name. He says, Coach, I'm from Denver, and we usually have a field day with women in Colorado Springs because they were tired of dealing with military men. So Colorado Springs has the Air Force down there, uh, and it definitely is a spot, a big hub down there. Uh, But see, Colorado Springs is between, I want to say, Pueblo and Denver. Colorado Springs is between Pueblo and Denver. That might, Yeah, I think that's, yeah, yes, between Pueblo and Denver. So they either got to go south to New Mexico and Albuquerque or Pueblo, or they got to go north up to Denver. All right, or west into all of those mountain regions. Raul says help, hope strategists are going to be profoundly disappointed when they realize how women instinctually operate and think. Okay. All right. You guys, the hope strategist, like that guy on the call, hope strategist, he doesn't realize his wife is already checked out. He's already cheated. Uh, She's already probably cheated on him. She's she's using him to get to the next level. She's going to drop him like a bad habit. It's only a matter of time. And the hope strategist, guys, you guys like, no, but she's really saying this. Never, never listen to what a wife is saying. What what a woman is saying is meaningless. It's meaningless. She can say anything she wants. It's what she does. Don't trust her words. Trust her actions. Guys, this is only, we're talking about human beings here. I think you put women on a pedestal that doesn't need to be there. I think it's unfair to you and it's unfair to them. I don't think women should be placed that high on on the pedestal at all. Because they're just as fallible as as men. They don't have a higher moral compass. Most of the time, you guys got to understand this. The reason why women don't violate laws more than men is because they're scared, okay, period. The reason why women follow rules is because that's how they do it, because they know if they don't follow the rules, they'll be susceptible to being what? Brittany Griner in the gulag. They're not going to survive. They don't want to be in a gulag. You can survive in the gulag. You can survive homelessness. They can't. So they're going to follow the rules. This is why in fifth grade, When the teacher says, all right, class, calm down, the girls are sitting there clasping their hands like this. Okay, teacher, they don't want to be ostracized from society or their their group, so they're not going to break the rules. They don't want to be that girl. They don't want to be the girl disrupting the class, and then all the girls hate her. They don't want to be that girl. They don't want to be the girl that's caught sleeping around because they're ostracized from the social group. This is why they don't take risks. This is why we take all the risks, because we're willing to be ostracized. We're willing to survive homelessness. We're willing to survive the gulag. Okay, so we'll take a risk. They're not going to take that risk. And that's why many times they say, well, men commit these violent crimes and women don't. You know why? They don't want to be in prison. Men will commit the crime and think, oh, okay, all right, how do I survive in prison? All right, they'll figure it out. Women are going to go, eh. I'm scared of the consequences. It's consequences they're scared of. It's not that they're better human beings, right? So let's just put it like it is. We're both human beings. We both lie. We both cheat. If given the opportunity to get away with it, we will. But sometimes some people say they don't want to get away with it, and therefore they follow more rules than men do. It's pretty simple. But I think people don't want to knock them down at that high horse because what you don't, then what you can't do then is you can't live with the now what. You can't depi- see what men can't do in society is then knock women off their high horse and make them equal to you in terms of being fallible in this world and human beings, because then you don't know what to do. You don't know who to praise. See, all your life, you've praised women all your life. You've. Uh. You've cherished them all their lives, all your life. You've been told they're special all your life. You've been told they created life. Now, when I come on the show and say, no, they just regular human beings. They don't create life. We create life with them. the the body, the the seed was in my body before it was in her body. I put that seed in her body. I put that baby in her body. That baby is more as much as mine is as much as hers. She incubated the baby for a nine month, almost 10 month period. And then Now we raised a child together, so we're equally parents. The the seed was in my body. I put it in her body. She incubated it. She did not create it. We created it together, so we're equal. You guys don't know what to do. You guys are sitting there like, now what do I do? You guys can't live life like this, so you guys do what? You go back to hope strategy. You don't know how to live life with this mindset. You can't do it because you really don't know what to do. It It will change your world, all right? Women can cook and clean. No, I can name you 15 or 20 dozen male cooks that cook way better than women. Now you guys are like, wow. No, a woman's job is not to cook. Some of them can't cook more than dino chicken nuggets and tombstone pizza, applesauce, and cut up crackers. They can cut that up real good, all right, and cut up carrots and all that stuff. They do very well doing that. And they chose to do that rather than going out there getting murked on the battlefield all right so that's pretty much why they were were known as cooking and cleaning you got a job you want to cook or you want to shoot pistols what you want to do oh okay i'll cook that's why they're cooker and cleaners all right that's why they've been put in that role not because they do it well because when i get to cleaning my house i clean it up way better than a lot of women that i've lived with period but rosa my 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 uh (laughs) Rosa, my maid, does better than what I can do right now. You guys can't live with the idea that women are human beings. And I'm giving you all this equality, ladies and gentlemen. And people cannot stand that I look at women equally. I look at you as equally as disruptive, equally as evil as men, equally as dumb as men. I give you all the equality and people hate it. You want me to come up here and uplift you for no reason. And I refuse to do it because it makes no sense to uplift you. Oh, all the black women are great in their queen. Why? Show me why I can show you why not. Now you have to show me why, because your mama's black. No, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> We're not playing that game, bro. I can show you women committing crimes. I can show you women having affairs and I can show you men doing the same thing too. So we're both equally as goofy. Let's just put it that way. This is equality you hear over here, and you don't like it because you don't know how to live your life without these mindsets. That's why you keep losing. Anyway, not to go off or anything. And people call this some sort of I've been hurt by them. No, I see them for what they are. Guys, all my stories don't stem from my marriage. Let's just get that off the off the table right now. People just assume all my stories stem from my wife and my, and my marriage. No, all my stories stem from my experience with women, others' experiences with women. All right, my dating experience, my experience working with women. I always tell you about my what? My roommate working at college campuses, et cetera, et cetera. Other people's stories that they share with me, other people's stories that I've seen. It's not just my stories. It's just not my ex-wife stories. These are stories about all my life. My marriage was 10 years out of 46. 10 years out of 46. 10 years out of 46, okay? That means there was 36 other years that I lived and experienced things. You get it? You understand? All right, so uh, let's see here shooting from the sky says sister i just met at the club told me you're gonna come over but if my baby wake up you got to go so don't know if i'm a killer or anything damn so don't know if i'm a killer oh so yeah so y'all she met you at the club she got a baby at the crib and uh she's inviting you over crazy crazy so some people are getting put on timeout for saying what they're saying just so you know that's like yelling there's a fire in my chat all right that's like going into a building and saying there's a fire even though you're joking you're just gonna encourage other people to say it that really mean it so I'm putting you on timeout and I'm warning you every time I see that I'm going to either time you out or delete you I know you think you're joking, but I'm going to time you out every time you do that. All right. And I'm going to delete you because you're only encouraging other people to really mean it to say it. everybody understand. All right. Because I don't like when people do that. All right. So anyway, shooting from the sky, he says, uh, I got you already. King Chris, I took care of a man once that ended up bedridden and debilitated. They say he isn't he wasn't involved messing with another wife. I can't I can't understand what this chat is saying, but he says they say he wasn't messing with another man's wife and got lit up. Or I believe you said he was messing with another man's wife. So he's bedridden, debilitated, and he was messing with another man's wife and he got lit up. Okay? Shout out to you. ALB Gaming says clapping a 304 on the floor while her son was asleep on on the bed. This happens too. When you experience life, you will be putting these situations and you will see, um, you will see that, um, women are pretty kind of, they do reckless things like let you clap them on the floor and their kids in the bedroom or something like that. And you're going, wow. Uh, Daryl black or Daryl Blake says, I'm gumping for Zendaya. I'm a wife her up. Nope. All right, shout out to you, Wiz Division Production. Husband copium is one hell of a drug. All right, husband copium is one hell of a drug. Husbands are their own worst enemies. So this is a guy who will vouch for marriage too. He'll be out there selling you marriage and his wife is running circles around him. He's he's getting Denzel Washington in his own marriage, selling marriage, and he's getting his circles ran around him. Okay. All right. Shout out to Denzel Washington. The way you survive marriage is to say yes, dear, and breathe. Do as she says. Say yes, dear, and breathe. That's how people survive marriage. This is their. This the only piece of advice that people can give you to survive marriage. All right. Raul says, shout out to my brother, Coach Moy- Moyoti Adams and Cizzo. All right. Don Juan says, after riding the CC and having their their battle peace leave looking like a butcher's bin, 304s will want a relationships with a beta guy. And that's you. And they will try to sell that. Hey, these are great relationships. I'm great relationship material. One bit of advice that I can add to people who are pursuing relationships is I would like to add that uh, people need to start adulting very early in their lives. People have to start adulting. And I'm about just about tired of people uh, trying to be adults at 32. This is a sign of immaturity. You need to run from these people. It's a red flag to be out here going, okay, now I figured out life, and I'm going to start being an adult at 32. Nope. Same thing vice versa. People will do things at age 21, 22, 24, 25, and say, I was young and dumb. Nope. No. No. You're an adult. If you made a decision, live with the consequences. And move on. Admit you failed. Do not pass the buck to the other person. And blame them. And say you were young and dumb. And you didn't understand. By 25 you should have understood. The fact that you're now passing on on. And saying you were young and dumb. Proves that you're immature. I cannot stand it. Well I was young and dumb. And I married young. And I shouldn't have. No no go take the L take the L brothers and sisters, take that L and say, you made a bad decision. Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys. (laughs) We may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. um, And we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. Shout out to the that's you girl. And someone says, yes, you know, our brains don't fully develop until 25, which is true. But the key word, the operative word is fully. Everyone knows consequences. Everybody should know repercussions by age 25. You might not understand everything and fully develop, but your brain is pretty cognitively like you're still able to learn at this particular point. That's why they put your ass in school up until those ages. So you should know from right or wrong, you should know lifetime consequences. And I think we stump people's growth by not holding them accountable. See, accountability and understanding, I mean, uh, and and um, brain development is two different things. You know how to be held accountable because also you guys also know right from wrong, you know, shaking your ass. You know, when you put cigarettes to your mouth, you guys know when you eat and out of control, you guys know when you. Bust a nut inside a woman. It's going to produce a child. Okay, people can do what? Drive a car. You can drive a 2,500-pound vehicle at 70 miles an hour down the freeway at 16. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, they put you behind a vehicle of that capacity. You should be able to know what's right or wrong. You should be able to make good judgments, all right? But, um, you know, to push things off and say you were young and dumb at 25 just shows that uh, you're not responsible for your own life at an early age. Yep, you can be sent off the ward. You can shoot at people. You can handle high ammunition, high-powered ammunition, guns, missiles, and so forth and so on. You can smoke cigarettes. You can shake your ass. You can go into the club. I mean, it is what it is. And I think people choose to do that and then come in after the fact and try to clean it up. Oh, I was just young. I think it's an excuse. And we are making too many excuses for too many people. You want to suck your thumb? You know what I mean? Guys, guys and girls, if you want to just suck your thumb in society, unplug and be an NPC, a hammer and a knuckle dragger, have no responsibilities out here. Make excuses for everything in your life. Be ready to just pass that buck on every bad decision that you made. Not take accountability for all the dumb choices that you made. And then when your ass gets sent to jail like Juicy Smully, cry baby your way out of it. All right. If you want to live like that and make $2,000 off of uh public assistance, taxpayers' money, if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. All right. But when I talk about you and I disassociate yourself, myself from people like you and you see my God complex <laughs> and you see my, you know, you see my uh, low level uh, Thanos come out and you see me Calling you out for your behavior. And you just want to suck your thumb in the corner through life, but make adult decisions like fornicate, go out there and rob people, steal, go out there and live low life. Uh, You know, if that's what you want to do and you want to see me be a complete classist out here, go ahead. I don't know what you want to do in life, but I was pretty much on board with what life was around 19 for sure. 18 somewhat. I made dumb decisions when I was 18 and 17, but 19, I started going, I need, I need to take this seriously. This is life. I need to take life seriously at 19. Moved out of my mama's house, I was like, I was like, mom, I ain't coming back, <laughs> okay? I'm not coming back. And I struggled and stammered my way through life until I figured it out. But I had to know what I wanted to do. So anyway. Moron says absolute true from the start to the divorce court. Went through this with my wife of after 20 years. It gets tough. It gets tough, man. Classy beats. It's Friday. So y'all better get them super chats up. Shout out to the coach gang. You guys are supporting. Thank you for the support. My man, J- Jason Webb came in and dropped off his 10 and he bounced. He, he left. Uh, younger, retired, no cap. Chocolate Moses, parting the blue pill sea, gave three commandments. All right? Chocolate Moses. The three commandments are no cohabitation, no long-term relationships, and no marriage. All right? And people that think that I'm being hard on you, the people who are watching, or other people and making judgments about other people, I just want to let you know I put these same judgments and I put these same... um. Same. I give the same information to my family members. All right, people in my family, same thing. All right. Now I'm not talking about cousins and all that stuff, but even even then, I'm talking about close family members. This is ha- kind of how my marriage fell apart. I was like, no, we ain't we ain't doing this bullshit at thirty, right? Because I was like, oh no, you're reverting back to child stuff, going to go to girls' nights out and trying to do all this stuff and playing the game and trying to you know minim- mentally manipulate me and you know bait and switch. I was like. I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) All right. We're not going to play childhood college games, you know, because I think sometimes these relationships, you start playing like it's you're in college again. I'm like, no, man, I'm 35, 36 years old. I've had it. I'm not going back to that bullshit. Right. Of this whole manipulation uh, relationship. So I was like, no, I'm out. And I tell my kids all the time. I tell my kids, look. Here's the deal. You're young adults right now. I'm going to sacrifice and set you up for layups in life. Some parents don't do as much as I'm doing. I don't do as much as other parents are doing either, but I'm going to set you up for layups. Take the layups. Do not come out there and shoot a 30 foot jumper. Okay. If you come out here and shoot a 30 foot jumper, with what I'm providing, meaning you take shortcuts, you make excuses as to why you can't perform. I have your ass at private schools, I have your ass with tutors, I had you in tutoring programs, I gave it, I got you trainers. I'm signing you up for this. You you you're getting what you want. If you take this for granted, your ass is going to be stranded at 21 when you come back and look at me. Okay, I'll listen now. Mm. And you drop the ball. You kick the ball out of bounds. You take a freaking 30-foot Steph Curry jumper instead of that layup, your ass is grass. Because right around age 21, if you try to unplug from me and say, no, I'm going to do it my way, which you have the right to do, any of you guys. You can do it your way. But do not come back to me and tell me what I need to do to fix your bullshit. Absolutely not. So I say that to whoever you are, my brothers and sisters in the community. White people, my kids, my mama, whoever it is. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm not fixing your bullshit ass mistake. I ain't got no time for that because you know what I'm going to be doing at 50 when my kids go to college. You know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be living my life. I'm not going to be cleaning up anybody else's bullshit. So do not have a baby outside of wedlock at a young age, and think you're going to dump it in my lap to take care of it, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. It ain't going to happen. So I'm setting, I'm making these sacrifices now for you to get your layups and blue chip yourself in the future. It's a layup. Now, you can do your own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. Good. Well, guess what? Do not come back to my ass. I'm going to be out. I already gave you what I'm going to give you in life. I gave it to you. I had a relative come back and live with me because they went through a struggle. They said there was only going to be a few months and it was a few years. And that fourth, that point, I told them that was your one. I gave you a chance. You used it. Once you age up, you can't come back to me now because I gave you basically, I gave you your chance up front. You used it. It's kind of like you took your money out your 401k. Now, when you go reach for that money 20 years from now, it ain't going to be there. You took it out. I gave you your chance. Do not come to me when your ass turn 50, 60, 70, 80. I'm out. Because <laughs> what I am gonna be doing, bro. I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be an expatriate. I'm going to be banging over here, banging over there. I'm going to go from country to country. That's going to be my plan. I'm going to go visit every baseball stadium, every football stadium, every basketball arena, every country, city, state. I'm going to just be banging young girl. That's going to be on my list to do things. That's all I'm doing. Do not interrupt me. You're going to come to my door. You think I can stay a week? Hell no. I'm gone, man. You get, you're you not going to find me. Oh, well, you think I can stay at your house while you're out of town? Nope. I'm playing life. I'm going to be enjoying life. Do not bring no stress to my freaking life. I don't want to hear about your problems. I don't want to hear about what you couldn't accomplish. I don't want to care. Ke- if I helped you, your ass better not come back to me. All right. And if I never helped you, I ain't never helping you. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm going to be somewhere boat naked on the boat for real with. That's all I'm going to be doing. I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm going to work. I'm not coming back. Oh, I got kicked out of college. I need a place to stay for six months. Oh, I took a, a gap year or not. Look. That's your ass. All I'm going to have is socks on my feet. That's all I'm going to have. And I'm going to be on the boat somewhere. <laughs> with a flat back, two of them, <laughs> period. Why don't y'all get it? And I'll be telling my kids, once I hit 50, do I don't want to hear a damn thing. Don't come back and say I effed up. You can say you messed up. I'll call you from where I'm at. I'm going to be on a big-ass boat with a satellite cell phone. All right, big-ass antenna. What's going on in America, huh? What? Oh, you messed up? Okay, here we go. I'm going um, to transfer a couple of dollars over there and you handle the bullshit. All right, all right. I'm going talk to my attorney over there. Okay, bye. But if you say, oh, man, I screwed up. Oh, I need a couple of years to get adjusted. Not with no young girl massaging my back. All right, no, you ain't taking that stress away. You see how old and gray I look now? No. Let's <laughs> get I'm going to have girls on the bench. All right, get on the line, girls. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's how I'm going out. And now like, you're going to go out, you're going to die like that. That's exactly, that's the way I came in, too. I'm going out the way I came in. <laughs> All right, anyway whatever happens after that, when well, that's what happened. I don't give a damn. I'm gonna live. The, I'm gonna live my best year or two doing it. He said, "Oh, you breaking up? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> oh, oh, I got kicked out of my retirement house? Huh? What? Mm. Please, I'm not saving people, man. I'm not in the business to save people, especially when you were given a chance. Shout out to the quantum." 36 that became a member Mark Roberts, Mark Roberts. Hey, CGA men can do everything that a woman could do, but woman can't do everything a man can do. I always appreciate your hard work and wish one day that I could be as free as you by working for myself. Yeah, man. Hey man, it is, it takes some, it takes some guts. It takes some guts. I don't know how old you are, but it takes some guts to live that way. And your first five years of getting this life of trying to become free People are going to fight you tooth and nail, and they're going to tell you you're making the wrong decision. Say, for instance, you want to leave the corporate life, or you want to leave your career and you're in your mid-30s. They're going to tell, oh, you're going to fail. Oh, it's going to be horrible, blah, blah, blah. You're going to lose because they're slaves, and they don't want to take the chance, and they're scared. They don't realize that five years is not a lot of time in your life. As long as you don't get deleted, you can have a sucky five years in your early 30s and recover. It's literally five years. Out of another potential 50 that you can live, Uh you can come back. Let's say you go out and fail. You can always come back to the slave world. You could always start going back and being a slave. People love slaves. All right. So it's not like if you go out and fail, you can't return back to slavery. <laughs> okay. But let's say I go out in my cuz I started my life over at 37. I literally started over. I had a I had a uh, everybody knows my story. I had a um I had a recliner and a in a blender. That's all I took from my marital house and the clothes that I had on my back, I mean in the clothes that I had in my closet and my kids birth certificates the social security card. All right, that's basically what I left with. All right. That's all I left with. A recliner and a blender. And started my entire life over. I had to buy new silverware. It took months, weeks, years. I mean, I literally started over. So for for the next five years, it was rough. It was rough, all right? For the first six months, I'm living in the back of a damn Ford Explorer, okay? But then the next five years was tough. People was like, oh, man, just go get a job. Go do this. Don't worry. Oh, your training business ain't going to work. It 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 ain't going to work. Then what's going to happen is you're going to start getting momentum. Then you got to start building it and then things are going to start working. Things are going to start clicking and people are going to start watching the people who said it ain't going to work. The family that turned their back on you, the people who gave up on you, they're going to start watching like this. They're going to start looking. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like he's doing all right. Then 10 years later, they're going to be like, God damn. <laughs> all right. I got
1: money. 10 years
0: later, they're going to be like, Lord, you did it. You on top. Why did you do it? What was the secret? You know what the secret was? I did like this. I took my hand and I cuffed my balls and said, forget it. This is my life. I'm going to live it the way I want to live. And you didn't give a F. They going to want the secret as to what made it work. You know what made it work? I cuffed my balls and said, I'm going to make this work. That's what made it work. I stopped being a coward. I stopped being scared. I start, I stopped taking people's mediocre efforts. I start saying I'm gonna take responsibility for my life to hell with everybody else. I start saying this is gonna be my life, I'm gonna live it the way I want. That's how it worked. And then I went and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. Come to the club, come smoke some weed, come chase some hoes. Nope, I don't wanna do it. Nope, I don't want to do it. I turned down people left and right. Nope, I ain't hanging out. Nope, I ain't got no extra money. Nope, I ain't going on vacation. No, I'm not chasing hoes. This is why when people come to my channel early on, they thought I was an incel and couldn't get girls. But I kept telling you, I'm doing this to turn my life around. And people say, Well, do you, you just don't have game? No, I don't want to run game. I'm trying to turn my life around. And the first thing to do is stop going after hoes. That's the first thing you can do to change your entire life. Stop dealing with hoes or women don't marry them don't move in and don't be in a relationship you're going to change your life quicker than if you do it in one of those contexts period the secret to my life is to stop fornicating cohabitating dating and etc you're going to turn it around quick and I was turning it around but the minute I said no more chasing hoes it went (laughs) 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 And that's why I wrote the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. It literally, because I remember I was doing the broke dating. I was doing all of that stuff. I wasn't, I didn't even have my money right, bro. And I was out here trying to date and fumbling around on Tinder, messing with all kind of low quality, single mamas and old women and women in their 38 that wanted to get married. And I immediately said, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. What if I actually stopped doing that? My life went like immediately, nonstop acceleration pace, nonstop. Now I'm back to doing what? I got money. You know why I can do it now? It's because my life is going to a positive direction. But I also know that if I marry, cohabitate, or get into a relationship, it can torpedo all my efforts. I know what can happen now that if I pick a woman to marry now, she can torpedo it. All that work, down the drain. A bad relationship, down the drain. A pregnancy, i knock up a girl, down the drain, immediately. All of that effort. So I still say no cohabitation, no long-term relationship, no marriage, because it's not worth it. I know what I have to lose. It ain't worth it. So people that say you just need to find the right one, no, it's not worth it. The risk is not worth it. I already recovered my life. I already went and skyrocketed. It's not worth a relationship with anyone. I don't care if she's the best woman in the world. It's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. Hold on for a second. just giving you game on overtime today. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. (laughs) Okay. To me, there's no win in it because most, if not all, relationships fail. Most, if not all. So why roll the dice there? Forget it. It's not worth it. I'll just go out here, I got money. be up at the junior college, <laughs> travel, go go back to work, take care of my kids, set myself up for the next ten years. That's the only thing that's worth it to me. All right. Nope. What, what would the be exchange? What would the exchange be if a good woman came into my life? Nothing. She would add zero to my life, but I would add everything to her life. Forget that. But th- what can she? Okay. I'm gonna just say this for the people. What would a relationship with a the good woman, a good woman? let's just say she's a good woman and i she she passed all the tests. What would she add? I'll wait like what somebody says, what about Donovan's wife? What about her i mean she has she has the only thing where she helps him on the back end of this production. That person would have to add like her. She would have to add to my business. That's the only thing she would actually have a person. But let's just say a regular person that wants to move in with me, be in a relationship, cuddle up on me. What would she add? Somebody said a loyal peace leave. That's not a guarantee. That's not a guarantee. At some particular point, she's going to say. Because I'm not the guy that's going to stop what I'm doing to get her happy. I'm not doing that anymore. There's no benefit to that. What would she add? Companionship. No, I have a dog for companionship. I have friends. for The worst companion you will ever have in your life is a woman. They're not companions for men. They're companions for women. <laughs> okay, And they don't even do that well. How many women you know that got the same friends that they have from high school to college All the way up until adult life. Very rare. They all got a revolving door of companions. They're not good companions. What else? Nothing. Problems. (laughs) All right. I'm telling you, the little bit that they can add is not worth it. I mean, I know the sex is going to drop off if I move her in. It's not worth it. Somebody says Donovan's wife can pull the plug at any time. Again, that's another that's another risk that you take. She can basically be like, all right, I'm taking all this. Now what? A turkey sandwich? I can hire someone to make me a turkey sandwich. I got my, my remember I did the stream. I can hire a woman to make me a turkey sandwich, and she's going to make a turkey sandwich with enthusiasm. Why? Because I'm paying her to. If I have a girlfriend and I say, make me a turkey sandwich, one day she's going to buck on me. Why don't you make your own turkey sandwich? No, nah, forget that. No, no, no. And then if she makes the turkey sandwich long enough, she's going to ask for more. Well, can I get a little bit more? And can you take me out on another day? Can you take me on the trip? No. <laughs> I don't know where they can, where there's an ad value. There's not an added. I'm sorry to say this. I'm sorry to say this because this is not like how other people. So I said she can motivate you. I'm trying to find out what I would get versus what I would have to put out. My put out is going to be way bigger than what she's going to return. On anybody, I don't care how good of a person she is. She could be raised like a damn Christian in a Christian camp, ready to be a wife. There's not much return in this point of my life. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I love women. I like to be with them. I can be with them for about an hour and 45 minutes. Then I'm tired of them. I'm ready to move on to something else. But no, I got to stay and cuddle and stay and talk and lay in the bed and pillow talk. I don't. I hate that part. Oh, I got to do a couple of more things downstairs at the office. Oh, why do you work so late? Why do you get up so early in the morning? Man, Man, just would you leave at 945, please? I'm done with the evening. I'm done. I'm done with you. You're nice, but it's time for you to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. So, with this idea, I know that there's a better option for me. And you know what that option is? I got money. That's about it. And then go about the rest of the things that I have to do in life. I'm sorry, not a lot of people agree with me. A lot of people think that they're tra- that taking all the time out of their day to make this person happy, so that on the off day she can make you a turkey sandwich three times in the week. You think that's a fair trade? I don't. <laughs> you think that's a fair trade? Every once a month she's gonna rub your shoulders down in the bed. Okay. Every now she parts now and then she parts her legs for you to make you happy and busting. Okay. You think that's a fair trade? I think it's a horrible trade. I think that is a despicable trade. I think that's. I think that's actually the worst time. Um, what did I call it? It's the. It's the law of diminishing returns. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. I had a little bit of extra time here. Younger, retired. No claps. No cap. Say hey, kids see you clap cheeks. Call it. You always putting these words together. I can't even pronounce it. All right, Mike D, coach, I'm planning a trip to Milwaukee to catch a Brewers game as part of, of a ballpark tour. Is there any good parts of town to stay for the weekend? Been to 25 ballparks, five to go. Cheers to you, coach and the coach gang. Um, what's the best parts of Milwaukee? Uh, <laughs> they have a good downtown. Uh, they have a good downtown and it's somewhat safe, I believe. Safer than in, any other normal downtown. So I would stay downtown over there by the lake, um, or uh, over there by the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. I think is a good safe area. Um, other than that, it's Milwaukee gets sketchy. All right, and the t- downtown is not that big relatively. So uh, downtown areas by Marquette University and University of Wisconsin Milwaukee is kind of on the outside skirt. Of uh Milwaukee, but do not go to South Milwaukee, do not go to the Keith Avenue area of Milwaukee. I don't even know what they call it downtown Milwaukee has redone Water Street, yeah, downtown uh visit some breweries they got breweries out there. Milwaukee's actually a decent little city, but you know they suffer from the um little brother complex of uh Chicago. You can end up on the wrong side of town in Milwaukee swiftly. Whitefish Bay is upscale. Yeah, Whitefish Bay is kind of away from downtown, all the way kind of across town. Whitefish Bay is in the um, suburban area. Yeah, and that's closer to, they got, actually got a cool beach down there, beach. Um, Downtown, that area is pretty cool. Right off Lake Michigan, that area is cool, but it's kind of, he says, I'm not going to no Milwaukee. Yeah, if you don't have to go to Milwaukee, don't go. All right, uh, Rogliff says, meant to send this gym right here, coach. Ecclesiastic 7 and 28. Sorry, I mispronounced, mispronounced that. I'm going to pull it up real quick. We got a couple more minutes before my dog needs to be walked. By the way, I met this Kaylee dog walker right outside of my um, community the other day. Uh, flat back to Kaylee, she went into my neighbor's house, grabbed their dog. I was like, hey, um, excuse me, miss, what's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> I was like, Kaylee, come on over here. And there were two dudes moving in a moving truck. They saw me run Kaylee game on her. I was like, excuse me, miss, come on over here. Um, I see you're a dog walker. I see, you have access to my neighbor's house and you grab their dog out. Why don't you uh give me your number? And I'll get back to you. You can walk my dog. (laughs) I was like, maybe you can walk my dog. And then I put my, she gave me her number. She was like, oh, wonderful. You have a dog. You know, Kaylee's love dogs. You have a dog. Perhaps I'll walk your dog. Yes, you can walk my dog at any time. She got my number. I mean, I got her number. Put it in Kaylee. I'm going to text you in a bit. I turned around, the moving truck dudes was like, I see you, you old nasty old Uncle Greg. I see you. I see you run game on Kaylee like that. (laughs) All right. And I was like, Kaylee is going to walk my dog. So I'm texting her. Hey, come walk my dog. Come walk my dog anytime. How much you charge to walk my dog? I got money. Yeah, them dudes was mad, and then same movers. Guess what? Junior college girl pulled up, came over for an hour and some odd. They looking like this nigga. (laughs) They they was mad the whole time. I saw them, and they looking in my garage. They like, oh boy, this is. Oh, you got. They in there taking inventory. Then they see a Kaylee pulled up, cause after I was done, I was I let her out. She parked behind my garage. They out there. Carrying heavy stuff, see this girl come out with yoga pants and a nice little tight flat back t shirt. They was like, damn, this dude over here living a life. He then ran game on the Kaylee dog walker. Kaylee came out, a different Kaylee came out. They like, (laughs) and I'm sitting there like, all it cost was, I got money. (laughs) This is a lifestyle, guys. It's a lifestyle. He says, it is not hard to win. And then it's, this is a, win. I'm in win-win territory. Those dudes probably got a lesson. They was like, oh, you got a 911. They was like, boy, you got a Yamaha R1. They looking in my garage. They like, God dang. And then the Kaylee come out. They was like, <laughs> there's like this dude living it. See, a lot of you guys think I'm just some goober that can't get, that's just sitting around here. Ain't doing nothing in my day. My day goes like this. It's a whirlwind. All right. So I was walking my dog, and then I put my dog in the garage. They were watching, and then they saw me go over there. Oh, you know what? What else was always, almost always, uh, also happening? I was having a guy wash my cars. So at the same time, guys were watching. There was a guy washing my cars. So I have three cars, and I had a guy washing my cars. So I had a guy washing my cars. I walk my dog. They saw me pick up on the Kaylee. Then about a t- couple hours later, a Kaylee left, was leaving my garage. They were like, then they looking up in my garage. They were like, (laughs) bro, they were like, teach me how to do it. And I told them free agent lifestyle. Either that or they're going to run in my house. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They're going to run up in my house. They were like, we're going to set this dude up. So I'm telling you guys, it took me a while to get here, but it's, gettable for even if I can do this you can do this this is why I'm literally doing they like this old short little hermit ass troll tyrant ass great beer ball headed dude winning in life <laughs> and they over there carrying stuff <laughs> they in there. pushing them up the stairs and stuff they like who the hell I'm like bro you can you can do this you the, the way you stop doing it. <laughs> All right, <let> me stop. <laughs> We fooling around today. All right, hold on for a second. Mark Rob, and meanwhile, some of your gang guys are living with 40-year-old single mothers. Let me just tell Hold on. Some of the guys that are teaching you that they're banging women and getting hot chicks live with 40 plus year old single mothers. <laughs> Some of them are getting married. Some of these guys that are telling y'all what to do, they're getting married, aiming for another divorce. I'm just telling you what's going on in this space. I'm literally giving you the secret to freedom and peace and quiet. Some of these PUAs be living right now, long-term relationships with single moms, knocking them up. And they all here had a nerve to cut a video on me. Some of these people been married for 35 years. And I'm over here giving y'all the recipe. Some of these dudes getting called out, exposed, left and freaking right. And I'm over here going, I got money. And they hate me for it. Shout out to Mark Roberts. I am 38 and work for the county. All right. Shout out to Mark Roberts over there. Um. Shout out to you. You work for the county. It's all good. Hey, dude, everybody needs a job. Don't be ashamed of your job, but you have a job and parlay that. Go to the blue chip mindset series that I just did this week. And I talked about it. Get one job, then work on your second job. All right. Shout out to Dominique, Dominic Harold for becoming a member on the big time. All right. It's not a shame to have, don't be ashamed that you have a job. All right. And if you get a little bit of freedom over time, build that up. I had a job. <laughs> What's wrong with a job? Yeah. I said, I'm going to send them the book. Next time they come, to rob me. I'm going to get send them the book, man. Just do this, man. And you'll be good. Just start getting your secondary tertiary and um, other incomes streams. And then you can start getting a little bit of freedom. Anyway, somebody says, coach. If you're decent looking, somewhat, they won't even hit you up for money. That's the tr- see. This is what people don't think. Oh, you tricking on them? That happens like the first one, two, three times. After that, you can flip it into whatever you want because what they're really trying to do is find stable men. This is why they're on seeking. Everybody thinks every time you be with them, you got to pay them off. Eventually, you can say, "All right, that's enough. I'm going to pull the plug on this," and then they're going to start going, "Oh, well, 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 well." And then you start negotiating, okay, this is what I want you to do, or I want a little bit less, I want a little bit more. Because they don't want to kill the um, the golden goose. So if they got you a couple times, you didn't pay for Jasmine Rice and a couple times you didn't give them a cut. Huh? the next four to 50 times, you're going to just downgrade them, downgrade them, downgrade them, downgrade. And they're just going to be happy to be there because they want someone stable. They just They just don't want broke guys. And so eventually you're going to be like, okay, just restaurant or every time it comes off, whatever you get eat at the restaurant is taken off this. And then you just eventually downgrade them until some sort of you're in a rotation. You can negotiate like hell. I mean, and they're, they're struggling and they just want somebody that can at least provide them a good restaurant date. Okay, here you go. Go eat. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. And then you eat and they're like, oh, cool. You show me a good time. Then they lay with you. I people don't understand how that game works maybe we can talk about that shout out to the coach gang look let's get out of here we're almost working on three hours that's just obscene all right get a second y'all about here all right so what are we doing here we don't get out of here brother shout out to the coach gang we'll be back in this afternoon call-in show we're gonna start probably at four o'clock let's do this i'm gonna walk my dog then i'm gonna hire kaylee to walk my dog shout out peace